0: Okay. Fuck yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting Thomas, in
1: zone here. Thomas, is that you?
2: <laughs> so to get
3: that reference, listen to our someday revealed playthrough of
4: Deadly Premonition. Yeah. Or just if, if you're doing it, the if, same
2: time if it works out for us, yeah. but... And definitely don't just play that game, because don't.
4: Yeah. Play with some friends. Mm. Yeah. You know, if so. Yeah. But anyway.
0: And also listen to K-pop in the morning and then listen to fucking Take Control while watching <laughs> that sequence from Control. By the way, hey! Here's a fun fact. This next category is called. It's
3: McCall McCoy's personal award in top episodes. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Did I, you? Did that's you pull... not what I was gonna.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you thought was gonna happen.
0: Um. This is a great question. What was my award last year? Does the most cat lady.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Interesting.
3: Do you want us to bump your personal award to the next section so you can think about it?
0: I kind of want to like do something different with the award, maybe. Or yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about it, but I guess what episodes we do this year. I'm really lost. Oh, I, I supposed <laughs> to do homework. This is crazy, you guys. I can't do homework and exist with friends in my house. That's unreasonable. Unreasonable. Um, all I can tell you is that I uh, should. We should look. Can we pull up a list of the podcasts we've had this year? Is it just? It's the, just it's, the it's, ones it's down, the games down below. below. Are you sure it's just the games down below?
3: Yes. Yes. <sighs>
0: and We've already called out Soma. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've already called out was the one that we already called out i'm pretty sure it was what
4: we've called out someone we've called out phantom liberty
0: oh dude
4: i called out stray as a nice one and then also atomic heart episode three just so i called out like four episodes yeah (laughs) i I have a lot of favorites
0: (laughs) that is uh something okay um i may call out the original case of the golden idol yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah as being something that you know the episode was great but what you can hear i hope is this giddiness in all of our voices when we realized just how amazing this thing was that we had just found and how great it was fitting into our lives in that moment and how much we needed it and wanted it and um damn like because mm-hmm. like you know I, I, it's silly as as game players of the veteran status that we all are but like sometimes and i would say often and might even be the majority of the time a motherfucker comes up to you and just says, this is the greatest game of all time. You need to play it. And the feeling should be ecstatic joy that you've just discovered a new video game, but it isn't because you're like, well, that seems like a lot. How am I going to put that game? You know, it's usually like some game that like takes a lot to like fit into your life. And you're going to make sure that you set up your life in such a way that you can enjoy it. And you're almost like daunted by the task of trying to make sure that you don't fuck up the greatest game of all time that this person is telling you. Plus you don't have time for it. Plus you have a backlog. But this game is so fucking easy to enjoy yeah so fucking easy to enjoy and i just hope that go and so i'm starting off the podcast specific. you know we're talking about the game but i think you can hear us just just love the perfect unison of like or the perfect union of a really easy game to enjoy and incredible quality at the same time it was just so like healing frankly Um, and it's a a great episode and just like just get that little backstory while you while you go in for it Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then in terms of most cat lady game maybe maybe i'll come back to my category but no i mean i mean you can choose a different one
3: yeah because we can just wait until after the break and then you can think about it for a hot minute
0: okay because the reason why i'm thrown for a a loop outside of the fact that i didn't do my homework is that i was actually going to try to set up the category which obviously is stupid because as you can see by the itinerary that's not yet what about these top lines (laughs) But I was just going to say that we are actually going to do a category about Shadows from 2022. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: I say this because we have already announced that we were going to spoil all of the games from 2023 that we played. But it's worth just mentioning again, we have a whole new set of games here that now we potentially are going to spoil from a different set. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: And so we will go through that. But quickly, structure. We pick a winner. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: We pick two runners-up order for 2022 probably order
4: maybe
3: order yeah and i think two is okay because we are it's yeah i like it Mm
4: -hmm. yeah because it's it's all the games that we played in 2022 and you know if you were following along we didn't end up doing a game of the year because shit was crazy life was crazy you know everything was crazy so
0: crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, life was strange
4: yeah life was indeed strange at Mm -hmm. that time so we kind of want to have a nice little section to at least acknowledge and commemorate these games that we played that year Um, And so also structurally, I was thinking what we would do instead of doing like a quick axe down the list kind of thing like we've been doing, Mm. we would probably just go down the list and jog our memories about what each game was a little bit. And then probably once we are done with that, maybe start, you know, axing or shouting out. Um, But the first one, Sherlock Holmes, Chapter One. Holy fuck. It was a game. (laughs) I don't remember that, but that's because I was not sober
0: <laughs> <laughs> although oh wait i kind of remember the combat sequences though like the right. dumbass fucking i was yeah i
3: remember shit. the elephant there was an elephant quest right. we mm-hmm. put that all together in person i guess yeah. right at the end of 2020 yeah. 2021. it was actually really
0: good it was really correctly. yeah we were yeah. shocked we were at how good yeah. it was yeah which was like that was nice it mm-hmm. was fun it was fun and it was so fun to play with you guys it's kind of silly and oh and i will just say like we've been playing a bit of um wind down dave the diver together and you guys like it's been really fun yeah to just have yeah. you guys here and mm-hmm. just fucking play and like we try so hard to do that shit online and we pull it off but god damn is it so effortless when yeah. you motherfuckers mm-hmm. are here and
2: i just like thank you so much yeah um, but anyways also just like the game we're playing right now um in a trashy way uh which i'm throwing i'm blanking completely on what the game we're playing deadly premonition deadly yeah. premonition <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, the main character, has a uh, l- an imaginary friend, oh, yeah, right? He does. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. But right in Sherlock Holmes, you get to choose what the, your imaginary friend is wearing, <laughs> and that is, is an improvement. We put um, him in an, an ice cream
4: maker. That was output. a great. I hate you guys for that. Great feature. Still,
2: also, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, the characters are written well.
4: So much. Yeah. Better. Unlike.
2: Deadly premonition.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And so you know, I don't know how, like
0: how far this game is gonna go. We don't have to cut it just yet because we're walking through. But I just, I, damn, it deserves a shout out for mm-hmm. sure. Like yeah. this game was cool. And actually, guys, if we find ourselves and it doesn't, we've already made a list for next year. And it doesn't seem like we're finding ourselves out of games. And I know that's everyone's narrative. Oh, I got a huge backlog. But no, I mean, I think we found ourselves at moments like in a pocket where we're just not interested by the backlog, but we're looking for something. And actually, like. These motherfuckers are not so bad. Yeah, People I had have to, like, another to one with their
3: games that I think Zoe told me was another one of their like better ones on my Steam wish list, and like it notifies me when it goes on sale. and I'm like, ah, now is not your time, friend, but someday. Mm. I right. think it's
4: one of the like the more Lovecraftian. <laughs> yes, there's a Lovecraftian type, and then there's this is for for the record, this is like Frogwares' Sherlock Holmes yep. series. Mm. So yeah, they just came out with a Lovecraftian one, but then they have some in the past that are like Crimes and Punishment, which is like just really fun like little mini mysteries all shoved into one game um but yeah i plus at least with sherlock holmes chapter one if you ever want to play a game where sherlock holmes is a moody like steampunk teenager coming straight out Uh, of a you know a my chemical romance music video you'll like this game
0: (laughs) and it's like you didn't know you wanted that but you but you did you -hmm. You actually did yeah Yeah. it was so funny because like everyone i remember in college like people were really hyped on steampunk Right, uh-huh. like steampunk was sick, and I was like, "Steampunk is trash," but it's not trash. I just hadn't yet found the works that are actually worthwhile. Yeah. and Actually, mm-hmm. there's been a lot in steampunk. Yeah, it's isn't really cool. the next
3: one on this list also steampunk? Well, Dishonored. totally, yeah. yeah, totally.
0: And like Bloodborne's <clears throat> steampunk in a way, mm-hmm. like, and that's mm-hmm. sick as fuck. So I just didn't understand, and everyone was just like, "Look at these goggles, man! You put them on, but they're ridiculous, and they're for show." And I was just like, Ugh. Goggles for show. No one would ever put zippers for show on anything. And I was proven wrong today on the K-pop music video. I'll tell you that. Um, (laughs) Dishonored.
4: But yeah, Dishonored. This game is also really good. Mm -hmm. Really glad I played it. Again, like, so this was a game that James brought up in his game block to have us play. And your game block theme was like
2: games that i've been wanting to play for a while right that was my. that's a great game block Mm -hmm. that's a great fucking game block and honestly i think uh my game block kind of killed it it did it did it
3: did except for the the next one well we'll get there
2: yeah
0: actually that's just how james b roland you know what i mean it's got to have a little bit of like variety in yeah
4: right But Dishonored's super fun. Like it was a game that, you know, after I played the Bioshock series, like that was like the next game that people were like, Well, if you like this, you would like Dishonored. And I never just I never got around to playing it. Yeah. And I was afraid like with as time wore on that maybe like the game would get, I don't know, like jank in the way of like things would feel outdated. But I was very pleasantly surprised with just how yeah like current that game still feels with its powers and its combat.
0: Especially considering this is a first-person game. Like, this is, like, the hardest genre, at least for me personally, to appreciate it all anymore. Because I've played so many, like, aggressively competitive first-person shooters that when you put me in that sort of, like, it's a first-person shooter, but, like, it's single-player, so no one gives a fuck. Like, it just, it sucks all the time. I hate playing first-person shooters single-player games because the AI is terrible and it's just not fun and just... But this game the powers are awesome like mm-hmm. you are actually like flowing in this game like your yeah. skill that you and, and the way you want to play the game like translates to your play style and the playstyles are interesting and so that i can't really underscore how like impressive that is to me personally mm-hmm. that it's yeah. like still fun to play
4: plus it has like, one of my favorite npc lines I was, for yes. the ai of shall we gather for whiskey Whisking and cigars, cigars tonight? tonight indeed i believe so <laughs> 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 fucking fire
2: um yeah that game like they figured out what the flow was in that game and leaned into it instead of away from it Mm
4: -hmm.
0: yeah you know yeah and 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 so wait so this is um studio is people who made break arcane
4: arcane arcane
0: Mm -hmm. and so you know Arcane has been on a journey, it would so seem, as mm-hmm. I've listened to other people talk about their games later, and they all just say that they suck, and where does Arcane and what's going I mean, on?
3: Isn't Arcane are they the ones who just released that vampire like shooter game that is just god awful? Yeah,
0: maybe one of the worst games ever, allegedly. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. 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 And um and, and Microsoft's like, we're right still now. supporting it, but it has yeah. ten players like concurrently, and it's a multiplayer game. Like it's just some really like devastatingly bad shit. And you know it's like everyone's mad because they did this to your boy arcane but i don't i think you play dishonored and you go oh that's why people are mad because this shit still is really good and if they had modernized this at all in the last like 10 years this Mm -hmm. would be amazing yeah and then they did prey which had a lot of high highs exactly ups and downs but 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 hey we'll take something with some fucking ups
4: yeah that that game didn't resonate with us as a podcast i don't think but i know it's also just a very well received game like in the Mm -hmm. general Mm -hmm. gamer sphere yeah
0: but it but it felt like they were going in a direction and then it's like nothing since then has even felt like that or so so it seems from the outside and so Mm -hmm. i can see now why people are so sad about that and playing dishonored you sort of realize like this was fucking good um another thing we could return to someday is dishonored too
4: yeah Yeah. if we Mm -hmm. just felt
0: like we needed something yeah very much so and so something else we could return to, just kidding, is Everspace. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one of the most hated games, I think, By that us. you guys have ever played on the podcast.
2: Um, yeah, in the past three years. Yeah, like in,
3: in recent memory, Yeah. Everspace, I just remember, I didn't play it. I watched McCoy play a little bit, and I was like, well, I am not going to watch you play the rest of this. Um, and it was, yeah, it wasn't, you guys did not like that yeah. one. Yeah,
2: you know, there's something there, and that thing is not for us. Yeah, exactly.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We we bounced off it pretty hard. I think if anything, Raphael was the one that was like maybe the most into it. Definitely because it's set in space, right? Yeah, because he likes space, and the rest of us like I I know I, I played what I felt like was a two hour session, and then I looked at my play time it was like forty five minutes, and I'm like, oh no, yeah. it's because <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like so
0: painful to wrap your brain around it
4: frankly like right. it's
0: complicated, just, and yeah annoying and like
4: i
3: thought i remember too wasn't like weren't the control like controlling the ship wasn't that also just horrendous for people so i
0: think it's mm-hmm. one of those things of like i was i'm pretty sure this was the game i was watching Raphael play at some point towards the end and maybe afterwards and it's like he understood why the controls are the way they are yeah mm-hmm. but i did not right and I like if games, played you played know a bunch saying?
2: of like space ship controlling games then you kind of understand what they're going for and like there's been a long history of those and they've kind of figured out the control schema over time um and so this game has that same control schema but like it's really complicated and you Mm -hmm. have to kind of learn what's going on and, and why and what all the controls are and we we don't have that experience
1: right
0: we want to be careful with this because we're not... It doesn't actually strike me that this game is bad. Right. Right. But we do not enjoy it. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? That's a really important thing. And, like, it's actually maybe good Mm -hmm. for people who like it. We don't know. Like, we can't interface with that. But it it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? To
4: be honest, I've kind of completely blocked the experience out of my head. I, like, I just remember the handling was really rough and I was getting very tilted from it. That's all I remember from it. Yeah.
2: Fair. But like the gunfights with pirates was better than
0: starfield,
4: starfield.
3: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: starfield was like you know what was a really great experience that these type of people i'm pointing at us would really enjoy it was a worse version of Everspace. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah.
2: i don't think that's a good idea
0: yeah. i don't
4: think that's the direction you yeah. want us going
2: yeah i really i didn't put that really together yeah until now but like but yes, they did take yes. that pirate ship like warping in and attacking you thing like from Everspace and it did suck in Everspace. Well <laughs> for us. For us. Yes. And it sucked for everybody in Starfield. Like yeah. it's just not good in Starfield.
0: Yeah, I think Starfield actually like they really I know we talked about this a little bit, but I think it really could have benefited from like automating. So for example, we're playing Dave the Diver right now and it's like you guys have come in at the level where we've mostly automated the sushi restaurant. Because the servers are so good and the back of house is so good and they're working together in somewhat harmony that, like, mostly what's throwing is us doing stuff. Mm -hmm. But initially we were doing stuff. I think, like, Starfield could have really benefited from that where you, like, hire the pilot that, like, can fly hella well and you hire the gunner. And, like, you know, you could, like, you end up getting your roles so that you don't have to play it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds hella dumb, but actually that sounds... Kind of fun. Like it,
4: that, mm-hmm. it sounds. I remember that's what I wanted my ship to end up being like in Starfield. And but instead,
2: like you hire a guy with the piloting skill, and he just like gives you access to the ship that should have been unlocked <laughs>
4: right. from
0: the beginning. Exactly. And then
2: he just. But you still have to do it.
0: And then he's just in your captain's quarters, sitting on your chair, just and you're just through like through the floor, and yeah. you're like, "Thank you." Yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. know about
2: that.
4: All right, but anyway, moving on. Okay, hold on. Oh
2: i want to cross off ever space yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. no like, no no. we yeah. i yeah when i said the name i crossed it off okay like, <laughs> it was so funny
3: because i watched us like wrap that up and then i watched zoe pick up her pen and go to As cross, it, cross it off and then stop herself and i was <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah it's, exactly we can do it yeah exactly yeah.
2: and then next my last game in the block was control
4: which i am again like james Amazing. like another game i've just been wanting to play for so long and yeah. now i'm just so thankful that i got to play it yeah it was amazing
2: yeah incredible game
4: yeah it was really good it was really
3: fun to watch too like i didn't play control and i i know that like there are things about control where like some of the like being able to throw stuff at people is very satisfying in that game i think i like could control dwell and was fun but it was also like that was a super fun game to watch
1: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. It it was like i think it was like the first game And i don't know if it like if this is like correct historically but also it was like kind of the first game where like ray tracing was like really considered like a marvel like a Mm -hmm. spectacle in games yeah and i just i was also just really happy with like the upgraded pc that i had and being able to like put those graphics on to like full you know just ultra detail quality and just be able to be like wow like this is amazing but combat handled super well like the, the force powers, unlike Starfields, were, like, super yeah. fun. I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. we did touch on it in the Starfield episode, that control, like, you feel powerful yeah. Yeah. Right. moving about the world. Yeah. Yeah. And right before we started recording, we were watching um the take control, like, ashtray maze sequence from that game. And just watching the creativity that people come up with combat is just a marvel thing. it's like a little mini sandbox within the combat system with all that they give you and you can string together things however you want i know i didn't really string together things as much i mainly just like shelled up in like shields and then would just toss stuff at people but it was still fun like yeah it 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 caters to every single play style i think imaginable that you want yeah well and like talk about do a
3: game with like some style Mm -hmm. like that the world is they build is so cool i remember that having we were talking about it i guess in an episode yesterday but this like the scale of some of the worlds we've played this year but like i think control had like these huge rooms where you would walk in and feel really super small and then like the ray tracing and the light would hit and it would just be like it was just like a visually a really cool game and the graphics aren't I mean they are amazing i don't know how to, what do we, what you call that like they don't look like cyberpunk like cyberpunk right. has like very like realistic almost looking graphics like control is much more stylized but the the world the world was so cool and like that yeah. sequence that you just had us watch away with the the
4: maze was Take like control, yeah.
3: the style so of that
4: cool. is so
2: right. yeah. cool so good it was yeah. making
4: me want to i i actually had it written down at one point but um had we done a game of the year 2022 i was gonna be like we should do like a category for like best moment in a game Mm -hmm. and ashtray maze was gonna be like my winner for that just because that sequence alone like yeah yeah it it took the cake for me in terms of like feeling powerful but also just this like lovely culmination of like look at how far you've come like look look at all the stuff that you can do now
0: yeah yeah Yeah, the, the, the control is like it's like it's what you want like a triple a game to be it's Mm -hmm. like they use the graphics and amazing technology to like add to the artistic design and goal of the game in a way that like no indie is going to make control like we need talented triple a developers to make control you know
2: Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. and also like the story that they tell is really interesting and nuanced and like powerful yeah okay hold on pause for a second i can't hear james can you hear James? Oh, fuck. This has been sending me. Really?
0: And I cannot focus. Uh, I'm
4: only Can hearing him hear because me? he's next to me.
0: Right, but, like, yeah. Yeah, but he's
3: like little waves. I mean, I think He he's exists there.
0: on the <sighs> wavelength, but he's just What the quiet. fuck?
3: No, remember we had this happen last time, right? And then he
0: just like snapped into existence. Yeah. yeah this is true. That? All right, hold on. Let's Should pause we jostle something? Let, yeah, let's pause something and jostle for a second. Okay. Great choice. Oh, fucking right. You know what's really troll? If, assuming there's not, like, a giant devastation uh, in the audio recording of what's just happened, what's going to happen for the audience is, assuming I do my work, nothing. Nothing. Except I might sound a
2: little bit different.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because yeah.
3: But I think if McCoy does his job, you won't sound different. Right.
0: Okay, can you write down at six hours yeah, I and will. one minute, I need to adjust the previous track for yep. James?
2: This would be All helpful. Right. stuff. All right. All right. Um, yeah. so we were talking about control and how great of a game that is mm-hmm. it's so fucking good dude so good
0: it, it's so good um i love how the, like now's the dishwasher all right guys mm-hmm. steady steady we're doing our best here we're dialed in um it was really 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 good it was first of all it was beautiful on ps5 which was very cool um and ran super smoothly and amazing it was beautiful on pc of course as well a lot of things are beautiful on pc but it was nice to like have both of those experiences be really nice for people yeah um i i think that from the second it came out it, it felt like a game i don't know it just it's just it's like you see creativity in the trailer and you're like oh fuck like there's like blocks boxes going everywhere like you know like weird like like geometry everything is nuts and you're just kind of like hoping like you just want it to be good like you just mm-hmm. want it to be good because it's interesting and different and cool and it was absolutely
4: that mm-hmm. yeah i was i was listening to an interesting podcast the other day um or Tearing like a more... well it was it was more just like a, a sit down talk discussion and uh one of the guys on that he is really big into Remed- remedies the game studios games mm. so that includes alan wake um and it includes control and now alan wake two that just came out and he's like, the the most bizarre thing about Remedy, Remedy's games and the remedy verse because these games do have a kind of overarching, like, connections in some weird ways. Um, he was just like, the weird thing is, like, they always, they're games that always just make a splash. Like, they, they come out and they're amazing. And then they just go silent, like the whole gamer sphere just goes silent on it mm. like because i remember control coming out and it made mm. this big splash and everyone's like control 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 but then after two or three weeks or whatnot like silence yeah. like no one really talked about it all that much and honestly it was kind of just this game series that i always like when i remember it i'm like that's a fucking awesome game mm-hmm. and then but like it never it never jumps to the front of like forefront of my mind like remedy is just like guess, good at making really good games that just you forget about but that sounds like an insult but like Mm -hmm. that's kind of just like their mo that they've just flown with
0: and i and here's how the audience can tell that that's true like i bet you a lot of you motherfuckers because i know myself and at least you bought this shit on sale some point and then sat on it forever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like (laughs) that's gonna be good but then it like made no fanfare no ways did it Try to reach out from the grave with which it was being held in. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And then we play it, and we're like, "Oh fuck!" It turns out. But like, I just remember sitting there looking at it. The art style is really cool. I bought it. I was so excited to buy it and to have it. And then I just sat on that for so long. Mm -hmm. But it's so good. But it's so good.
4: Really great game, Alan Wake Two. Like we we were saying, like we should probably try and play it. Alan Wake One, Alan Wake Two, but yeah, we'll we'll add it to the list. Add it to the fucking
0: (laughs) list. Um. We say out loud, but not yeah. added to the list. So it's over now. <laughs> nice. Um,
4: and now for the next two hours, we shall talk about uh-huh. Elden Ring. Elden. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. first of all, I would like to, form. I mean, this is the winner of the
3: category and we should just write it down. Like, I don't know what. If it's <laughs> I Elden don't know Ring. what could top Elden Ring. Elden Ring yeah. was the
4: game of the year for 2022. Yeah. I think like just even upon like launching it, maybe not launching it, but it mm-hmm. was definitely one of those games where as soon as like you i think as soon as you like figure out how to play elden ring because it's yeah. so different from a souls like game mm-hmm. or not souls like it's so so different yeah. from the dark souls series yeah um like once you figure out how to play it is an incredible experience
2: yeah oh, man this was my first souls like welcome and um
4: james i had no idea yeah
2: you, know, you feel like a souls like player but you just <laughs> mm-hmm. aren't i just never touched one yeah and um my god this is absolutely incredible what a phenomenal introduction to that hmm. style of game what a phenomenal like world that they built to just exist in so beautiful um and so fucked up and ugly at the same you know at the mm-hmm. same time yeah um the uh the 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 combat is just so fucking satisfying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, it was such a joy to to learn that in in this game.
0: It's weird because you you must come from actually. What's weird about this might be my direction, not your direction. But like, you came from two D games, and their sequences, like we saw in Day of the Diver, but also just like Hollow Knight and stuff, where you like understand this is their phases this is the mm-hmm. way I attack someone after they do this attack. Mm-hmm. Like these sorts of basic souls premises that are really important to understand. Like, Oh, that's the one where he just, you know, tail mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that shit. Like you came from 2d into that. In, and this is like maybe one of the 3d versions of it that mm-hmm. you, so you like knew how to go into it. Um, and I just say, it's like strange. Cause like, I guess I went the other way as in like this taught me in 3d. And then I went into 2d to some degrees. But either way, it's like, it's, it felt like you understood it. You didn't understand it, but you understood it enough to like learn it. You know what I mean? You were close enough.
3: I mean, I think to me, an outsider, somewhat like, like someone who's like learning how to do this i remember playing hollow knight with you guys like way back i guess 2020, yeah, 2020 during the pandemic before um, valorant came out yeah, yeah right. before <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> and took <laughs> <laughs>
2: over
0: <laughs> <laughs> our lives but yeah. there was like, not a wind down past <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no wind down. and now we have halo so like
3: never again never again but it was like very clear because you two would like look at the hollow knight bosses and break down their move sets be like oh this is this phase this is this thing here's the timing here's what you should do or like yeah, like fully time it out. Like you can get two attacks in here before this, you know, and that's yeah. where I started to learn how to put that together. But it was very much like James coming from the 2D space. I feel like Ori has kind of, yeah, so, like, Ori definitely like has less some of combat, that. But like sort of similar things. Mm-hmm. Because it was very clear when we started playing Elden Ring that like James immediately understood how to break down like move sets and boss sequences and understood like this is what I should be doing. Whereas right. for me, like I think what part of what's so impressive about Elden Ring is like it's so accessible. Like, Dark Souls games, the Dark Souls actual series are not accessible games. Like, that is not a game for everybody. You cannot give your mom a controller and be like, try this. Right. But Uh. you kind of can with Elden Ring a little, at least more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I could come in that, and at, like, the beginning of playing Elden Ring, I was like, you hit it hard, right? Like, you hit it very hard and it dies. Yeah. And it doesn't in Elden Ring. You have to learn movesets. But, like, you had such a leg up, James, knowing that you should at least be looking for like a dodge mm-hmm. opportunity or an attack phase. Whereas I was like lion's claw, <laughs> like, yeah, lion's claw. Yeah. And that was, you know, but the, the, the longer I played it for the better I got, but
0: Elena, yeah. you play, played Elden Ring and learn to play Elden Ring. Like those fucking AIs that they teach how to ma- play Mario, where it's like, it just runs up to a chasm, dies, mm-hmm. runs up to a chasm, jumps, dies, runs up to a chasm, jumps a little better, lands, and just like and that's what you do with lion's claw. So you'd be like, this person is a one lion's claw or two lion's claw before I die? Yeah. <laughs> like your entire measurement is in lion's Claws. I do
3: think though I may have the best lion's claw timing of anybody. Like you I definitely because, do. because I you beat, do I beat the whole game using exclusively lion's claw. No, you
0: do, and here's how I know you were hitting people in multiplayer like against real people yeah. with lion's claw and all i can tell you is that is not normal like that <laughs> yeah. is a hugely telegraphed move that should not land if it does it's insanely satisfying it fucks their health bar up that knocks them to the ground but that's not no i i, I can't even explain to you when the last time i got hit with lion's claw is in multiplayer mm-hmm. like no one gets hit with lion's Claws except. I would fight these guys. These are decent players. We're fighting right now. They're invading. And you would hit them with lion's claw. Yeah. And they and their face. And then I would 2 them. No. <laughs> and they deserved it. And I could feel their rage. I could feel their rage of like, just me with the fucking lion's claw. <laughs> There's so much going on. I didn't. Ah, fuck. And so that's um, mastery. Mm. That's what that, it looks like. And, but that mm. was
3: also the other thing that I feel like, I mean, obviously, is deserves a shout out for Elden Ring. But like, I think, I think I'm pretty sure we're right. We all played Elden Ring single player first, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know yeah. Zoe and James did for sure, because you guys are Capital G gamers. <laughs> um I know McCoy because I I watched him play it. But so. then it all so it was like it was like a full Dark Souls game, right? That you played single player and you had the, like the Dark Souls experience and you beat the bosses and you felt amazing and like all of that happened and then multiplayer was just like waiting for you whenever mm. you were ready for it mm. and it gave that game legs that like and like a lasting yeah. even before we got to seamless co-op which mm-hmm, goddamn, which was like a whole new version but like just the the fact that you can play dark souls co-op with your friends and get oh. up to like shenanigans and but also just play together was so so wild
0: yeah and the mm. fact that like People would invade and then like Gabe would just one shot that guy with his like level three hundred build. Right. Right. Just yeah. Double jumping like L1 attack on someone with the biggest weapons in the game, and they would just explode <laughs> and die. And you could just feel the the shrieks, and then we'd all emote disrespect on their corpse. Yeah, and like, yeah, and, like Zoe was so like good.
3: coordinating the emote game. She was like, Okay, everybody on like three. You know, we do <laughs> three, like we do syncs for the, for yes. the yeah.
0: <laughs> or but but also like, do you guys remember some of the insane multiplayer shit that we got up to that was before it seemed like let's go up. like do you guys remember when we we convinced an invader to jump off the edge of the map yeah, 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 do you remember yeah, that so. we like brought him to the edge of the map with like glowstones and then he was like holy fuck and then we we're all just looking out there we all pointing and then elena just comes from behind and just <laughs> yolos off the side of the fucking cliff and then he and then i just like turn like what the fuck was that and then i jump off the cliff and then you know fucking i don't even know and then he jumps off the cliff eventually
3: he jumped off yeah and it was just
0: like this beautiful moment of like communication and
3: it's just you know what i it was a little bit like journey remember so this is like i'm kidding, <laughs> but like journey had that type of co-op in yeah. it where yeah. like you'd be paired with random people and like there was no words there was just emotes and like body language like we had journey wishes that it had elden rings multiplayer in it and it. like those experiences
4: no definitely plus i mean like mimic veil vale was just so fun yeah. like just disguising as things it was like so fun They encouraged the... uh, This was a game that really encouraged, I think, the multiplayer aspect of it by giving things like mimic veils or you can look like who you're invading or whatnot. And just the emotes. Or just a bush. Like, you can just
0: just, just
2: be a bush. Yeah, or, like...
0: Yeah, there's so many... There's so many just funny, stupid moments. Like, I remember we were all hiding in a bush and then Elena just stands up out of the bush. (laughs) And the guy's like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Like, there's just... It's just... It's so expressive without, without being able to use words. But you, <laughs> but and the emotes, by the way, are so like perfectly like stupid, stupid, yes. but like insulting, yeah, or something. Yeah. They are like
3: well, that was always too like you always had very respectful, like you had like yes. your hot key bar yes. was like respectful emotes, and then the yeah. rest of us just like, had like point, point down. down, like the the c- clapping, like all we just had everything that was not yep we had the squat emotes the slab Mm -hmm. squat (laughs) point
0: down is such a fucking amazing emote it's so the fuck down yeah Yeah. oh my god and then there's just like really stupid stuff like the t poses you could do right t pose is my favorite oh my god it's 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 amazing and and so this game thoroughly back to front was amazing the single player was amazing it was giant but also beautiful and wonderful and magical and people were finding out all sorts of different stuff and everyone's finding their own journey and Discovery. I, yeah. Oh, and it was man.
3: such a good open world game, which is like, I think, like yeah. open world games at this point in gaming are so overdone. I think, like, they're, mm-hmm. and they're, I mean, not to beat a dead, ho- an extremely dead horse, but like Starfield, <laughs> right, is the ultimate. Yeah like dead world yes and like kind of like the ultimate um trajectory of these open world games that have been like for years coming out being like can we make it bigger like Mm -hmm. what about bigger and so everyone wants these giant open world games but they're dead vacuous soulless holes that nothing ever happens in Mm -hmm. um but elden ring came out and it's like it's this amazing open world where you really can like go different directions like james didn't you like fully not do do you guys remember this? Like the first part, of it was like a ca- like Stormvale Castle, maybe. Like, didn't you find no, did some that. weird ass way into it, or?
2: I I mean, I did find my way around it, and then maybe I went back yeah. and did it. But um, okay. I mean, I missed like whole like the whole quest of the game. I just completely missed like all of the quests yeah. in the game. Which, I couldn't yeah. find them.
3: There were downsides. Like, Raphael didn't learn how to level up. For... Okay, that was... That was that really bad. That was really bad.
0: In terms of yeah. that, that should have been forced on him in a better way through yes. the game design because that's just robbing him of the game. Like, you yeah. can't play the game.
4: It is, yeah. It is a little alarming that it was at, like, a very far side of grace from where you start out. Or at least, yeah. like, far enough where you could, yeah, go through literal caves and dungeons and, like, fight whole areas without knowing.
0: Yeah. For sure. yeah. It, it's kind of like i've noticed that there's like this feeling this crawling feeling in the back of your sort of neck or head or brain where you recognize like you're playing a game and you need to do a little more progression like we were were giving this (laughs) in dave the diver right Yeah. yeah. it's like oh shit we should do some progression because i think this store is supposed to open with new stuff and i am really geared and ready yeah and like i yeah it's Mm -hmm. like you can do other stuff before you learn how to level up but at some point you need to learn how to level up like you have to um that i think was just a flaw of of their design but it's interesting okay so like that the lostness though not not for that case but for other things is one of the things that that the the director of all these souls games talks about where like he would like it was something like he would read books in other languages and he didn't understand english as well but they were like these weird like crazy scary tales and so to him it was like this process of he would understand certain concepts and then not others and he would just be lost and then he was like i actually really enjoy this lostness." that
3: explains the plot of these games no so that's that's (laughs) their
0: approach right is like you're lost and you're so like james is missing some things and i'm missing some things and you're missing Mm -hmm. some things and you're missing some things and that's kind of the point of it it's just really odd because it's like you it just no other game is like trying to have you miss shit you know what i mean like every Mm -hmm. other game is like quest do it
4: well and like i said it's it's completely even though they're from the same creator like it like elden ring is such a departure from how i was used to approaching souls like i remember it took me a while to get into elden ring i think just because i was so uncomfortable for a time because i was used to like my souls game before that was dark souls 1 where I'm used to clearing out an entire area of like every enemy there and like doing the run up every time, and then you get dropped into Elden Ring where literally the first thing that happens like once you actually make it out into Limgrave is like they show you this like knight on a horseback guy who like you are very under equipped and like under leveled to fight, and everything is big and scary around you and half the stuff you hit and you see like none of their health go down and you're mm-hmm. like oh shit and so you're kind of running around scared like for the most part Mm -hmm. and getting and at least for my part like i was getting frustrated because it's like i just didn't know where i needed to go like i was like i've done this cave i guess i've gotten up to level 15 but like why do i still feel like everything's out to kill me and they're killing me in one like one hit like it took a while to like i think understand like just the whole point of the game is just to simply wander and explore and like yeah, just kind of judge, like, I'm underleveled for this area. Or, like, this is the area we need to go. Like, I completely missed the Weeping Peninsula, I think, when I first started. Because I, like, beelined the main story and fought Margit very early on. And then, like, after Margit, Stormvale Castle was just, like, kicking my ass. And I was like, hmm. well, this game sucks. I don't, I can't play Souls-Likes anymore. But it's like, no, you need to explore the area more. And then you go into the Weeping Peninsula. And you're like, oh, I'm... Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is where I'm supposed to be. It just... I think it's just less handholdy in that it's just like you need to be the judge of where you want to be right now, yeah, or mm-hmm. else we'll kick your ass like. yeah
0: <laughs> and, and it's so interesting too, because it's like the it, this is the most one of the most accessible souls like games ever, yeah, because of it's open world aspect, but actually yeah. this was the aspect that killed you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even though it's the aspect that like takes Elena's sister and makes her able to play it. Yeah. Because she can see that and she can sort of more innately know what you're talking about and she can also know how to like farm in her zone to like get to the next zone. She knows how to like navigate like this shit's easier so I'm going to go there this shit's harder so I'm going to like figure out how to do it or like I'm going to cheese a little bit with the bow from the distance. Yeah like I
3: have they gave you so many tools in this game like a mimic tier and like all these different Mm -hmm. things that would make the game easier.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. But it was just it was just really interesting for your unique case so to just recognize that you're like the the part that's making this literally like nuclear for the world is like the part that's killing you (laughs) and i i i actually think to myself like i wonder i don't know how i can in good faith not say that this is my favorite souls like game but i do feel like it isn't for that aspect for Mm -hmm. me in that like i love liza p showed me this Mm -hmm. liza p is what you are used to it's that linear thing. It's that clear out of the area. It's the et cetera, And it's um, a different thing, but it is a goddamn amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And in Liza P, like they do such an amazing job of making sure you're not lost because you clear out the area and then you can go this way or this way. And it just feels so fresh when in that regard. So it's just, this thing is just different and amazing and wonderful. And I just can't, I can't they just keep adding new types of games into dark souls they just keep adding these new things into these series and it works some fucking how yeah, but They
3: just haven't missed yet
0: i don't think they i don't think they're gonna miss I, I think they're just too good like they they just get it and i think they've built a team of people who get it like they get it front to back maybe their networking team doesn't get it like, <laughs> <laughs> you know but everyone else like is pretty fucking so okay jesus christ i mean it's been a while since we've played it and the most recent thing that we've played is actually the seamless co-op which is amazing but but this game it it just like took over it also yeah
3: like that Elden ring rocked our 2022 like that was overwhelmingly our game of 2022 in a way that like and
2: then like half of 2023 yeah because of the seamless
3: co-op mod and because we went back to it and so like yeah that very few games have done that for us in the past years like even i would say like valorant didn't quite take over. Well, maybe it did. No, actually. it did. It did. It I did. take it all back. I take it all back. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like that level, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's really good. I mean, look, every time it
2: people... does, Jack us like Valen. It really does. Yeah, yeah.
3: But also, like looking at this list, like for the, the next, I don't know, seven podcasts, we just had Elden Ring Corner, which was like an hour long yeah. at right. the beginning yeah. of every episode because we'd been playing Elden Ring still.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and in different ways and. God, we get to share that with so many people. And, like, it was so interesting, too, like, the different styles of Elden Ring we played. Like, I tried to play, like, mm-hmm. very much, like, don't, don't spoil it all for me. Like, let me be lost and see mm-hmm. if I can survive. And I, and that was a lovely place. But then also, if you looked around the internet, you know, you'd see people, like, all sharing knowledge and building, like, their, like, strengths together. And there's just different ways to go about doing it. Because, like, I, there was no way I was going to get the quests. And There's no way anyone's going to get the quests without that sort of communal like, let's be looking at the wiki. Let's get the discords mm-hmm. going. But, like, for me, it was just, it was so joyous to be, like, I need to rest on my understanding of this combat skill, understand this combat loop, like, and I need to go into the darkness. And I need, I'm i going to need to be on instinct. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I can't, oh, I love that so much, so much being, like, just be aware, be ready. And, like, you get surprised by something, and it would, like, graze you, and you'd be, like, you lost sight of your discipline there like that thing shouldn't have been able to catch you and you're like it's okay um and this was especially um increased and uh uh, added value when i um found the katana that i liked (laughs) you know what i'm saying then there's an added element of the grace Mm -hmm. um it's amazing it's, I, it's, I, we've, we've talked so much about it. It's also so far behind us now in the rearview mirror, but when the DLC comes out, it's going to come back again and it's oh, going to own so our so lives. Yeah, This year. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: We'll be back. Okay. This is not a farewell. This is a see you soon. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: This is uh, when you're ready, come okay. out. You know, we are rushing you. We've got things to play, but when you're ready, come out. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. I should have gone to the bathroom when James went to the bathroom. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey. This hey. has been a travesty recording. Hey. No,
3: it's great. It's great. It's great.
0: Oh,
2: well. <clears throat> Listen. Let's take a quick pause. Quick pause. Quick pause.
0: Great choice. Now we're, now back. we're back. Now we're back. Now we're back. Oh, Sorry. Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the thing was okay, because the previous time we paused was for a tech pause because we couldn't, I couldn't hear James, which turns out like he was just quiet. So I was like, all right. But the thing is, I was in tech pause mode. So even yeah. though James says, I'm going to go to the bathroom, which is right, yeah, for me, even in that moment, I can't get there. Yep. I'm, and so then two seconds later, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> now that I've arrived back again, I recognize that I have to go to the bathroom. And so, listener, I urge you to consider whether you need to go to the bathroom. Wow, this is <laughs> yeah. really like away from us. No, no, I'm just saying, like, it's important. You know?
4: All right. All right. Any, any last words on Elden Ring?
0: It's fucking amazing. Game of the year. It's already won. It's
4: probably, yeah, it it is our game winner for 2022.
0: It was hard to play for the podcast, but we made it work.
4: It was hard to play in a podcast. Well, because also none of us really knew what to expect when we, like, also, it's a, a massive game.
3: It's like so, we have so all big. loved so hundreds yeah. yep. of hours, yep. which is Absolutely. not usually our vibe for the podcast. Correct. Right? Absolutely. That's not like a, we'll finish it in three weeks if we do five hours a week kind of game. It was like yeah.
4: well, and we weren't yeah. like Raphael, who like finished the whole game in like a, a week. weekend. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
3: laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. We can't finish it in three weeks, except for Rafael. Raphael. Did. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But um, also, like, I, I'm not sure that he ate or slept.
3: Yeah. Right. And I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think maybe he regrets finishing it like that. Right. I'm not sure. Exactly.
2: Maybe.
0: Maybe I, not. I've never heard him to regret a finish, but <laughs> that's just... <laughs> oh,
3: okay. <Yeah>, boy. Okay. <laughs> so right. after Elden Ring, we did Zoe's block.
4: Yeah, which was uh, going to be my uh, Freebird Games block. Yep. Um Back when we first started the podcast in 2019, I had us all play... Um, to the moon oh right mm, yep. which was uh we did play it again this year um just kind of as a refresher but at the same time i also wanted us to play uh, a bird story which was like a 30 minute uh kind of short story and then finding paradise which was like the sequel to to the moon and then imposter factory which had come out i think in 2020 or 2021 actually it was like their most recent release mm-hmm. for this Uh, So we played, I I kind of like, am just grouping all three of these just because they were all very short, condensed experiences. Like, I don't think any game went above three hours, I want to say.
0: No. I mean, emotionally, it was like 900 hours. Right. (laughs) I was (laughs) going to say, if
4: there's anything Freebird Games knows... What to do. It's to tug at the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. And I think all of these games have their own little way of doing it, whether it's, you know, this nostalgic look on what it means to be a kid and have an imagination or to have an invisible friend and then grow up, or it's something like Imposter Factory, which is like, you're dying of brain cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are you gonna That's do in your last one? I was looking rough. at
3: Impostor Factory, being like, okay, I remember what that game looked like. I remember yeah. like the scenes that you were in, but I couldn't remember the plot of the game. Right. You're right. It was brain cancer. Thank you. Yep.
2: And it's really too bad that they decided to build these games in RPG Maker. Yes. I know. Yep. Because that engine is so fucking trash it is yep and they sort of make fun of it being trash which
0: is funny but then it's like i am still though however interfacing with the trash also all the time like just trying to be like can i walk past this pixel tree or am i in its line i don't know let's find out (laughs) fuck me fuck me fuck me you know yeah yeah
4: exactly and i don't know like they're, they're just that that's all there are Really yeah. nice condensed experiences. Like I, I wouldn't say that they're like my favorite games of all time. But I think especially the RPG Maker element in it really does play a factor, I guess, in its playability. um But they're just lovely stories, and plus the music is just yeah, it is. The music is great. It, it makes is. you cry. I so, think. Go ahead.
0: I-, I was just gonna say like. What we talked about in terms of control or what you were talking about in terms of their release and then like disappeared from radar is how I feel about these games Mm -hmm. where I really enjoyed them. Joy is a strange word, but I did Mm -hmm. truthfully the pain with which was good. You know, it makes you realize life is more complicated, beautiful, but more complicated Mm -hmm. Um, and hard. But there's a beauty to the hardness in life. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, however, like. I'm looking at these and I'm just like, you know, wh- why are they like a hole in my memory? Like, why do I not, why do they not hold the same, like, texture
4: mm-hmm. in my
0: memory as some of these other games? And um, and and the more I think back on them, the more I recognize, like, dude, I would totally recommend these games to people. Like, hold on. Like, yeah. but I just, you know, right. that's where mm. I feel about them. Mm.
4: I've gone ahead and crossed out all three. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait,
3: can I... So wait, I'm not trying – we can cross them out. (laughs) I feel the same way about them. I feel like the more I look at their names, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's – like, I remember really liking something. I liked – I think Impostor Factory was – but I also feel like out of these three – uh, to the Moon is still the one that like the for to me, and I don't know if it's just because To the Moon was my first time, like it was the yeah. first one, and yeah. so it it was more memorable, and because yeah. we played these the two back to back. The
0: pain of Asterion was, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Right>. but like <laughs> to me, if you're looking to start these games, like To the Moon is like phenomenal and it it's a game that kind of like some of those are like firewall like there's some of those story games and like games that we've played that like just stay with you mm-hmm. to the moon for me is the game that the studio has done that stays with me like i remember that story i remember the story beats i remember what made me sad i like i don't listen to that soundtrack because it's too much like <laughs> yeah. that game is really stunning these three games were all like really lovely short experiences there was some of them were a little much. Was it Imposter Factory? They were like it went Imposter too far? Factory
4: I think got a little too they started kind of I think it what happens with a lot of sequels to games that have like meme potential where they leaned in too far to the meme mm-hmm. in Imposter Factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually yeah. like one of the things with Deadly Premonition 2. Like Deadly Premonition Two is not the same because it leaned too far into the meme at that point. Yeah. And that's what Imposter Factory was like, because you know, they had Rice Spot. That, right uh, it's yeah. it's the
0: one in the fucking hotel or like mansion, that mansion. Yeah. yeah exactly
4: exactly and there That's, was just yeah there was just too many there was like that cat i remember there was a yeah. cat yeah. there was a rice bot there was just like too many jokey, like, jokey shit, parts yeah. and i remember that? it
3: feeling tone deaf because of the subject matter right, right? and then well, kind I of like put holidays. together with music. so anyway all i wanted to say is that like for me this studio to the moon is the one to go to mm-hmm. if you're looking yeah. for if you're yeah. looking to cry I, to I, the moon is the one that and really I th- hits
0: i think finding paradise was devastating too yeah I remember right?
4: thinking bird story was devastating oh
3: mm-hmm. fuck
4: i think yeah uh bird story i think that one's a little bit more it, bird story is a little melancholy there finding paradise i think did a good job at trying to hit tonally because it's still like, tugging on that like childhood i don't know growing up and um yeah i i, I don't like it, it oh, wait, is finding paradise, finding paradise
3: about the kid from bird story yes. okay yes. never mind yep. finding yeah, paradise, paradise is, is devastating i just yeah. put them together in my mind right. yeah. yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right
2: and they probably should be played together
3: yeah and yeah. also
0: think of the name finding paradise that sounds so sad That's, yeah. so right? fucking sad right and like this shit is um i don't know this is a really interesting thing because actually okay hear me out on this i have a real point here holy fuck what's happening to this um this is our version of that really intense flavor that other people can't interface with because it's too much with the other example would be like Gabe and Soma, he can stomach the flavor mm-hmm. of Soma's intensity mm-hmm. and scary. Mm-hmm. We can stomach the flavor of poignant, sad life, like mm-hmm. see what mm-hmm. I mean yeah, and so and i all I can say is it's hard, and there's been different eras of my life where I've been better or worse at being able to stomach something like this, yeah, and as we become more adult and as we start to realize like just I think as a kid, it's really exciting to feel these flavors when they're sort of when you're protected but as you become less protected it can be harder and harder to feel this stuff um because it hits so much harder at home right yeah it's like it's it's like you know we can make fun of trigger warnings but it's like that's the point of them is that like you the these games are triggering games man you're gonna realize that this is talking about your uncle and you're gonna fucking die like that's Mm -hmm. what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. um but but the ability for someone to so elegantly convey that feeling that you've been running from about your uncle is amazingly beautiful yeah mm-hmm. and these guys do that but it's just it's just one of those interesting things where i realized like yeah we this is our thing this is our scary thing like we do this we go into these sorts of things mm-hmm. but right it's a lot
4: it is and speaking of a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, of maybe a nicer version yeah, of I was going to say, tacking on to the, uh, you know, we, we were all, like, you know, sad games block. And then Elena was like, I have a sad game that I want to <laughs> tack on. <laughs> and uh, it actually ended up being a really wonderful, enjoyable experience. And that's Spirit Fair. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think Spirit Fair. Yeah. Was. Yeah. That was a nice game. Yeah. It's yeah. like. It's just a really nice it's just a it's really beautiful. The art style is beautiful. Yep. The music is amazing. Okay. It's very poignant, I think, is maybe like the right word for Spirit Fair Like it is yeah, it's a game that deals with like some heavy topic. It's about death. Like you're ferrying people to their afterlife and kind of releasing them in their final when they come to terms with things, right? Like they need to like finish, they're in the in-between and then you release them. Um, And that is very poignant and sad in some parts, but the game itself doesn't feel it's not to the moon like it's not sad but well to the moon's outside the whole way through either but you know what i mean like it's, yeah, it's no, just yeah, totally. it's a nice game it's it really it's almost is.
0: joyous at times uh, yes it's it's bittersweet but there's so much sweetness there and that bitterness is like balanced really beautifully it's like the flavor profile in this game is so much overwhelmingly sweet that that bit of bitter that it then is sort of trying to convey to you like does land
4: yeah and- sorry Like, Spiritfarer showed me that there was peace in the melancholy, I think, where it's like, yeah, things, like, there's, like, a twinge of, like, sadness and things, but also, like, a lot of the things you do in that game are just so cozy and peaceful and safe and, like, I don't know, as someone who is, like, afraid of death a lot, like, I was very surprised at how well i received that game because of that vibe it gave off of just the safety and like friendship and comfort and companionship like it was i don't know it, it it's a vibe it's it's a it's a lovely vibe to have
2: yeah and i couldn't finish it because yeah. i felt pretty severely understimulated the whole time i was playing it <laughs> <laughs> and my, brain, my brain like could not handle that and like i would enjoy it for yeah. about 20 to 30 minutes and then i would be like like vibrating like i need something yeah mm-hmm. for and the rest of the time
3: and,
0: and that it's so makes sense given yeah. the game sorry go no ahead. it does
2: but it's so funny because
0: the rest of us were able to play it like you played dredge yeah but you were not able to play it and you love dredge yeah mm-hmm. It's because so dredge
2: gave me shit to do <laughs> and like that game the shit to do i didn't yeah. interface with yeah. well
1: wow.
0: mm-hmm. you might hate red dead redemption 2 yeah not sure yeah but like but the, also
2: like i don't want to play red dead redemption 2 fair enough like i'd be down to <laughs> watch somebody play red red redemption 2 and like enjoy some of the vibe mm. and then when i need more i can interface yeah. with you can just put hentai on the something on exactly got <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah got yeah. it, got it. Yeah. yeah no
0: but it's it's just uh it's like that spirit fair is like it's I want to say it's like jazz or something. It, it's like or it, it's like um, cleanliness or something. It exists in the negative space, like the yeah. not doing is the game yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. and uh, that's sort of a weird, really cool, almost like brave thing. But it is also it's not stimulating. Like you have you have to slot into it, and it may just not be for you. But it is like beautiful if you can
2: slot into it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I I, I felt like I couldn't interface with it but i really was trying to figure out how yeah and i i didn't get there you know but um that's okay you know
0: so please take the next 30 minutes to just tell us why we are wrong for enjoying this game at all (laughs) that's what i want to hear here and i want you to insult our integrity and our quality (laughs) as game reviewers and i want you to just really let us have it james because that's what we expect out
2: of you damn I feel put on the spot. No, no, no. uh, No, I'm kidding. Actually, actually,
0: real transition though. Elena, you said something in one of our many like...
3: Yeah, I was trying to remember how to say it. I'm going to attempt to say it. I want to say two things about Spirit Fair actually. Uh, The first one is that I think doing this you know year like essentially two years later is really interesting because yeah. it does allow you look at this list in a really different way where i'm looking at it going like these are the games that have stuck with me in yeah. a real way mm-hmm. and i think i i wish i remembered what my review for spirit Farer was and i don't but i know i didn't give it a gold st- well i don't i don't know but i don't think i gave it a gold star um And, but looking back on it now, like Spiritfarer is one of those games that has really stuck with me, like off this list, kind of like how we just talked about Bird Story, Finding Paradise, and Monster Parodids, like they didn't stick with us in the same way. Yeah. Like for me, Spiritfarer really did. Um, So I think that's a cool way to look at this whole game of the year that we're doing for 2022 of being like, yeah, I mean, some of these games stuck and some of them didn't. But also, I'm going to now try and paraphrase myself, that for this podcast over the years we've played a number of different we love a good indie game we love yeah. a good game with like a narrative and a good game with some like feelings and emotions and so we've played a number of games about death yeah. like i think for me like journey is very much yeah. about death and grief mm-hmm. i think spirit fair obviously right um what was the other one? Oh, gree which actually i played gree fuck i should have put that in my list of best games to watch i played gree this year for the first oh, right, time right because mm-hmm. it was with my mom sorry and it is greece it's by a spanish developer but anyways <laughs> i played that for the first time this year which you guys played like way back in the day yeah. mm-hmm. um and that game too very much about like death and grief and though all of <sighs> what
0: i just thought like i i um
3: you giggling because we played with your mom, or what? No,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giggling because I saw a large fall from the top of a large tower, and, oh, right. and now I'm seeing, do I quit the game? It's just, <laughs> it's just such a joyous experience just to, for like, me. Really like, get the vibes right. Brandon is
3: currently playing games behind us. I am the only one who can't see him, and they're everyone else is getting a view. It was
1: just. <laughs> It but was wait, just, I'm, it trying was, <laughs> I'm trying to make my point. My you beat me up. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying
3: to make because, like, genuinely, like, so we've played a lot of these games that that deal with these themes of of death and grief and all those things, and they have really showed me and shaped my thinking about all of it, and like have really showed me because they've all been joyful. Like, I think is what I took from all of them is, like, mm-hmm. Spiritfarer in the end is really sad and really poignant in moments. And some of those stories in Spiritfarer are devastating. I remember yeah. some of the storylines, like, they'll fuck you up. But in the end, that's a joyful game. And it's, like, a joyful game about, like, the release and about life. And I think the same thing for me with a Journey. Like, with a Journey, you go through the whole journey you go and you go up that mountain at the end like you go off of the mountain into this like really the music hits and like it's this really beautiful like release um and Greece has the same thing with like that whole journey and then the end is that like really beautiful poignant moment of her refinding her voice and like refinding joy um and i have been really grateful for those games this year they've mm-hmm. been like really powerful in how i think about death and life and like grief and it was just it was so nice to have those there yeah and i like really it's funny because like video games are newer for me as an art form and i didn't expect it at all
2: yeah
3: um and
2: and nobody who has like not really people that haven't really interfaced with video games like they're so shocked that that is yeah Available, possible, yeah. 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 Because yeah. all they hear about is Call of Duty yeah. and Super Mario. And there yeah.
3: are, and like we just talked about Elden Ring for like an hour, and like teabagging, and how much fun that is, right. and like just yeah, there are like video. They they're just so multi-faceted, oh. so multifaceted, so multifaceted that they can do all those different things. But spirit Fear is definitely a game that stuck with me like well past <sighs> what I thought it would.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like um, when you want to, it's like you're not searching for To the Moon in your sadness. To the Moon is like referencing it or trying to show its own way but you're searching for spirit Fair when you're trying to find comfort and beauty and elegance. yeah although i think experience. i actually
3: think to the moon 2 has joy in the end of that game mm. it that one though is devastating mm. and i think if i played it now like it would fuck me up but like I, all of those games kind of show yeah yeah, anyways.
0: Well, like, so we had what played To the Moon around, like, when my dad was We passing. played it right after
3: your dad died. And mm-hmm.
0: this is right after your boylet passing, right? Yeah, Spirit well, Fair.
3: no, but Spirit Fair, I mean, all of these Not games right were after, well, but... well before. But it was interesting. It's been, yeah, they've just been nice to, like, look back on and be like, yeah, there is kind of this overwhelming theme of, yeah, joy yeah. And, and recovery and grief. Mm-hmm.
2: And also, I mean, what remains of Edith Finch?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even thought about that one for a while. Yeah.
2: And the other one, which was cool too. Uh the guess. unfinished swan? No. Or the beautiful like island Dear Esther. Dear Esther.
3: Dear yeah. Esther. Oh, oh yeah. The
2: one that it's impossible to remember the name. So I've like Yeah. It exactly. really is like
3: the it most is. generic game name of all time. <laughs> yeah. but it's such a beautiful game. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so...
0: it's so I really first of all beautiful and it was beautifully said, like, and it's amazing because I feel like we search so much for like really really fun game experiences and also though yeah the idea of having one that was really useful and powerful it's like it kind of puts into context we've actually
2: been doing that a lot over yeah. the years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also outer wilds yes outer wilds is such an incredible game about death
3: mm-hmm. it really yeah i agree and about for me too, like outer wild is such an incredible game about like the fear of like I like the the fear the of mortality, inducing fear of yeah. mortality, and then kind of like the after, the yeah. hope after. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. See, there's just so many of them, and it's it's yeah, it's just it's impressive to me. Oh,
0: I just it's like I
3: stray too, actually. Oh, looking sure. at games we played this year. Yeah. Not maybe yeah. not yeah. quite as hard, but yeah. like the ending of Stray has that same kind of like bittersweet end and hope. At, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. It's like we we all knew. I I think all of us have been playing video games. Whenever we got introduced to it, we always, like, recognized that when it's done right, there's something to be said for the fact that we are interfacing with the work at a level of, like, cranking its gears and making it move forward. Yeah. We're touching Mm -hmm. it. And I know everyone is, like, that's, like, the first thing about video games that they think. But then you just spend the rest of your career, like, waiting and hoping and wanting someone to do it right. And they do. They come around. They do it right. And it just it touches you as you touch it in such an you teach each other Uh, (laughs) and you both make smoothie bowls (laughs) no but it's
4: amazing it's just yeah
2: for the listeners out there that's a reference to a video yeah called You, you period you but actually, and secretly, also, it's
0: a reference to the Cody Co reaction video. The, and and of don't you. watch
2: you yeah. period. Watch the Cody Co reaction to you period. Yeah. And maybe I don't think, watch yeah. any of it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it. Right Do you want to be as cool as us? Watch that video mm-hmm. and then be really really stunned <laughs> as to what you've yeah. just experienced. And you'd be like, I guess I'm a new person now. Just watch, watch it again. Yeah. But Fair was so interesting because it, I I at least for me, just like bringing it back, like the The podcast schedule has throughout the years like fought against so many experiences, mm-hmm. and you hear the people who truly love them, like some fucking Russian exchange student that's Zoe's got at her house or some shit. It's I like, like
4: how how their nationality changes every time you tell. them. I don't know who they are. German. Or
0: <laughs> they don't. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Um, yeah, this uh, Czechoslovakian fucking I don't know, like I, I. But the point is like, they you you hear how the people who truly love these games play these games and you recognize like you're not going to get that in our format and it's just one of the it's just one of the the things that exists in our in our podcast medium Mm -hmm. Mm no but like so i remember like in some ways there were certain moments and times where i was fighting against this game in the sense of like i wanted to get it finished but like in its own beauty I really actually have looked back on that and realized that like that is exactly what I was doing with grief. I was trying to rush mm. through it and trying to get it finished. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think this game t- wants you to do that.
2: Yeah, it doesn't it's, let you.
0: It's, it's, and it doesn't let you, and it's right for that. It slows you so down that you're like, geez, yeah. like. But that's where you can. You well,
3: know. and I think too, like for me, when I think about Spiritfarer, like one of the things that I like think about most was just sitting on the. I guess front back. I don't remember yeah, which part yeah, of the boat. The but I'm gonna say the back of the boat, like at sunset, Stern. just fishing, just listening to the music, and like just the vibes of that is like what I remember the most, which is not the storylines and was not the strong, you know. But
4: mm-hmm. yeah, that game's cool. Well, yeah. Okay. So then I we moved on to Raphael's block that he had, which would start being the I guess like it was base building kind of survival Yeah, games, yeah I think it was yeah. survival, survival games. Was right. It was to, yeah. So, the first one on the list was Astroneer, which I think, so how I would describe it, so Astroneer, I believe, is a good game. Mm -hmm. It's very fun to have. I think it hit us in the wrong moment. (laughs) Oh, oh, why do you think that? We we had
2: a long conversation the other day about Astroneer hitting us in the wrong moment. (laughs) I I, I was was not there for
4: the situation, but I... I feel like I know exactly where where it went. But like I, I think the point was like we had been planning on doing like a group playthrough of something and then inside, instead decided to go straight into Astroneer instead. And uh like there was just there was a lot going on. Uh-huh. I think. And the
3: vibes were very different from what we'd expected. Like Well, right, yeah. trashy
0: drunk playthrough of Epic Proportions into Astroneer is really
4: Right. It's different. really something. And I do think there's something to be said. Like Astroneer so brandon and i have been playing astroneer as a co-op you know since brandon got his computer like that was one of the first games that i recommended to him because he likes that sort of thing of resource gathering and base building and the potential for creating optimization and creating Mm -hmm. like just infinite resources of one type and honestly it's been very beautiful to see how he has taken that game and just thrived in it um I kind of was just there as, like, moral support just to, like, point out what things look like and how, like, how things look and, like. You're the
3: like tooltips. <laughs> yeah, like, basically,
4: I, I just, like, hopped in as the tooltip, but then for the most part, he was playing it by himself. Um, and there's something beautiful there. Um, I think the thing that was strange, I think, about us and how we approached Astroneer is that there, there's a surprising amount of, like, learning that is needed in Astroneer. Mm-hmm. That I think, like, it's very hard to do when you're just a group of four and all you want to do is just, like, go out and explore. And I think there was a clash of styles, I think, in the co-op space where some of us really just wanted to go out there and, like, learn on our own versus others who, like, wanted us to have strict roles and responsibilities and, like, and that sort of thing. But I think the beauty of Estonier is just simply going out and learning. Yeah. Um, You know, like, while I was the tooltip, whenever Brandon would go too far past his oxygen tether, I would just kind of silently sit there and just watch as I see his, like, oxygen <laughs> tick down in the horizon. I'd be like, he'll learn eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <he'll> learn. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, I'm sure most of the games that are going to be in this block we're going to cross off. Just, And I think that's just due to the, you know, just the the clash of different personalities, I think, that come with playing a game like this co-op. Um, yeah. I like, do think you need to have, you need to be on the same wavelength in terms of goals and hopes and dreams and whatnot. And that's very hard to do, especially as like a party of four expecting to do a trashy drunk playthrough that oh night. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: yeah and like i i feel like yeah it's i mean clash of styles may be like the the tagline to mm-hmm. to that situation um because like i remember like where the fuck is deep rock galactic remember that one that was a clash of styles too right
3: yeah. um i I also think like these types like survival mechanic games kind of I think that people want to approach them in very specific ways based mm-hmm. on, like, what you think is important and what how you want to solve the puzzle of how to survive out there. And I think it's a maybe a type of game where, like, style differences really show strong because they also add, like, a layer of stress to them.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's manufactured,
3: yeah. especially like, Astroneer. If I remember right, like, the only stress is, like, you might run out of oxygen, which in the end is not a huge deal. It's, like, not as scary as something like Green Hell where, like – that's a stressful game and if you're playing with someone who has a different approach to how they want to solve that problem i think it like just kind of bumps it all up one notch and then you put four people which is even harder than like traditional co-op then you add like chaos to the mix of just like
2: and copious amounts of liquor Oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i remember that as well and i mean also like we had a time limit and like there were certain goals that that Raphael wanted us to reach in that time limit. And like the only way to actually do that was kind of with a guided experience.
4: It was like hard lining, a right. lot of which stuff. is really yeah. not right. how, yeah.
2: because like there's some very cool things at the end of kind of the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but you have to get through the tunnel yeah. and like yeah. the joy of that experience is the learning. And, and, um, yeah. and it was really hard to kind of get us there.
0: Yeah. Cause like, I think it's like really just boiled down to like if you have four people in a Discord call and you have a time limit, and you have pressure that is as far away as humanly possible from sitting there and reading a menu really elegantly and yeah. being like, right. "Hmm, this might be efficient to do it this way. Let's yeah. try it for the next yeah. five hours, yeah, mm-hmm. and see." Yeah, it was ish, but there's actually a better way of doing it. I recognize like that, and that's a really I think that's what that game is is thriving right. on. Yeah, and that is not. What was That was we it wasn't accessible. That. It just yeah. wasn't yeah. accessible. It wasn't
4: accessible. Yeah. Like I think there these could be these motherfuckers
0: are being so kind to me. Well, I n- fucked n- this up so n-
4: bad. N- no, but to your like that being said, because like the, the the big I guess elephant in the room here is that at one point during this playthrough, we finally craft a shuttle, and there's clearly a planet that Raphael wants us to go to. Oh and McCoy hops in the shuttle and just takes it straight to the hardest planet <laughs> 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 alone, but
3: like to uh, like, oh, no one
4: else. I leave. wanted to yeah. be away from everybody else. <laughs> right.
0: I was struggling to That was also the other after boys. you had
3: just tortured. I think it was Zoe for like uh, 20 minutes because he I would take just stuff out take stuff out of her backpack, backpack and well, you, would just, you would just run away giggling. If, they took if- <laughs> that feature
4: out of the game, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but but like so. But here's my here's my defense for you. Oh, thank you. I think there's a world where we take that situation and just go with it. Be like, how do we get McCoy back? This is is interesting. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, let's problem solve. Let's figure out, do we craft more shuttles to go, like, you know, retrieve him off of this planet? Do we have him? Like, because it's, sure, you could Discord stream your screen and we could just direct you where to go. But, like, I think there is some sort of beauty in the co-op of, like, Now it's like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, now it's like this. What do we do? Because it's also not like Astroneer has, like, direct, you know, go to this planet next energy. Like, you start out on the starting planet, but there's plenty of players who probably flew to Aatrox for the first time first. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I do think there could have been some sort of beauty to that. But, like, we've belabored, you know, Clash of Styles, like, it did just kind of lead to this awkward moment of, like, something is amiss now like how do we recover from this but there is another world in which that could have been like a fun like thing to try and problem solve
3: that might be i wonder because like like, you've been playing this like years later Mm -hmm. i think too like astroneer clearly missed this group of people in that moment of time But I wonder if it's a little bit like Everspace where we can look at it and be like, that maybe is not a bad game, but it was not the right game for us. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, But
2: also, like, recently, I remember we, like, that game is still in beta. And recently, I looked at their website to see what jobs they're hiring for. Because, like, they clearly need to do a lot of work on that game mm -hmm. to get it out of beta. And they have uh, two jobs available on their website. And they're both, like, designing stuff for the store.
3: Mm, yeah. like skin design yeah. basically
2: yeah. Right, yeah yeah and it's like okay so like this game is great but like is it actually going anywhere
3: <laughs>
0: i don't know but it seems like what's there is a lot yeah it's just not for really sure quite there it's we've like heard a... about some bugs that were annoying like
3: it's was like at some point is your game really still in beta or did you have you just released the game like <laughs> yeah. just a released been, the game it's, we played that period. in 2022 no, and i'm game. not even sure it was a new game then no, like they that, released the that game feels like it's out to me it so, is out
2: yeah i mean when when there's a shop your game is released
3: yeah you've released the game
0: and so here's the thing right like i i love that you know i wish like more games that we bounce off of like can have the redemption arc that this game had because zoe and brandon played it together and enjoyed it in their own way but um it's definitely not gonna win right No, no,
1: on this podcast yeah no
2: so you know right and then we played don't starve and don't starve together right that's right these were so then
0: this was like basically just like riding off the curtails of the previous miss into not a not exactly the same miss, but there it wasn't an hundred percent land, I think, either, because, again, it felt like this was the sort of game we needed to put a lot of time in first before we could then get our sea legs under us and then we could come together sort of thing. Yeah. And so we did like go into our own separate groups and we did have different ways of going about it. Um, it's a cool game yeah like it's a cool game no doubt but i just feel like i mean it's just the same story for this the same story for green hell it's like it just it wasn't the right time for us to really dig in properly i feel like is this unfair do you think it's i think that's
2: completely fair
4: yeah i think it's completely fair and uh yeah I, again just i think clashes of place so like i guess another thing at least for me i really struggle with these types of games a lot mm-hmm. um And I think especially doing something co-op style, one of the things I struggle with is finding my voice in a co-op based building game of like, because I like to learn by doing and I want myself to be allowed to make mistakes. And I often felt in a co-op environment, I would make mistakes and then be like, "You should not have done that! Like, how dare you!" And then I just right. feel bad the rest but you're of the night. Like, but being you're like, like learning. Yeah, I fucked up the save. Like, yeah. sorry yeah. guys. Like Green Hell was a little bit better because I played that single player, mm-hmm. so I allowed, like, I obviously could allow myself to fuck up and then restart the game and like go off of there.
2: I have a very different memory of that, where I was the one fucking up all of the saves James, we both constantly. Were <laughs>
3: It, I, it might have been that we were all fucking. I up, think it was.
2: You know? No, and I think that's actually like the, the
0: fucking up. Like, it's like a roguelike. Like, it's like that is right. like it the art yeah. yeah. that you need to right. do. But then the conflict of that and getting to Endgame, where there's other cool shit, is, was just endlessly haunting us, I feel right. like, right. in this regard.
3: Yeah. Well, I feel like, too, like these were, I guess, Spirit Fair. We were just talking about like how sometimes games fight the gaming podcast system that we have set yeah, up yeah. Like the I mean, way if you that only we... give it like two yeah. weeks
2: and you only have so many hours per week to play yeah you're not going to get yeah. to end game of these kinds of games yeah. where it's designed for people to put 60 70 80 100 hours into yeah before they actually have mastery of these systems right and
3: i think like actually we've like yeah. learned lessons about this in the past year like we've like i mean this year our list of games is a lot shorter because we took some time to play some games and we yeah. like you yeah. know spread some things out where we would be like okay hold up we need more time to play Starfield or like, or something yeah. like whatever that. um yeah it's so, like we've learned we, like, we, you know what I mean? like we've yes, learned yes, lessons yes, 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 about yes, yes, yes. how to fit these types of games better into the game system that we have but like back in this era like you got one week for darn starve and don't starve together right. that was a t- an impossible task yeah because mm-hmm. i remember at that time my sister was living with us and we actually had we had a good time playing these games yeah. with my sister for a while in like a much smaller kind of more controlled co-op environment mm-hmm. right. and it was fun we had good fun like i don't i still think like big one thumb energy for these games like for at least for us for who where we were weren't they weren't going to get past it but they were fun
1: mm-hmm.
3: but they definitely had we wanted to like have maybe the ultimate experience like we would have needed a lot more time for these that just wasn't going to happen in a week right right
2: so that's don't starve
3: yeah yep that was but just... i think you know and green hell i think too like <laughs> oh wait i liked green hell i mean green
2: hell had some really cool things going for it yeah it 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 caught me the most of any of these games
4: mm-hmm.
2: and I also i have no interest in putting any more time into green hell
4: <laughs> i agree with that too but it was cool. I liked Green Hill. It was Hill. cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I think Green Hill is a little too intense for it,
2: me. It also is a little too intense for any graphics card ever. Maybe. No, <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I No, I, I, yep.
4: No, i think like as soon as i realized that you couldn't just eat anything and you had to like you know proteins carbs and fats i was like oh no see and i had
3: the exact opposite
4: i was like oh yes. right well, like, so like, that. well, and, and, and that's you know that's that's the difference like i i looked at that and i'm like elena's gonna get off on this like for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. i played i think green hell on the easiest mode which was like things will attack you for no damage and also you're just always full all the time so mm-hmm. just go explore and i had a lot of fun do it like that mm-hmm. is how i liked mm-hmm. to yeah. approach that game um i'm if anything i'm thankful that green hell has that option yeah. even to allow like i guess the intensity of how you know how much do you want to be able to survive out here so yeah like i think i just like literally just wanted to explore the jungle and it was a great time like it was it was what it was it was a good experience but yeah. like i just didn't a lot of i think what makes green hell good is its survival mechanics which i just i don't interface yeah. well with it
0: yeah. yeah it it's um i just i mean I, I don't really like i didn't really like this version of it but it had so many really cool things where you could like it was a very like microscope game where you'd be like looking at like a leaf or something and there's like a bug crawling over it and you can like take that bug for like resources like that's just like a really like
3: and that bug has like very particular uses it was yeah. a very deep game which yeah. i i think that's what drew me to it is like uh, yeah so many times you try and play these types of games and it's like the it's just not deep green hell was like super like do you want to read some text and eat some weird shit and see what happens to you like that's <laughs> green hell can yeah. I take
4: some ayahuasca? Yeah. I and mean, then that also,
3: that
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ahead of its time. But yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but didn't have like sticking power, I think, for anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. I was, no. actually, I, I seem to recall it also making me sick. Um, yeah, I think maybe it had some field
3: of view issues. Because
0: it had right. the opposite of staying power. I was happy for it to be done, like in a way that mm-hmm. I was like giving it like an out breath of like, f- you know, survived. I can't believe I did it. So I guess yeah. in that way, it was a survival game for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then we played Subnautica to wrap it it all up.
0: And this is so interesting because Subnautica is one that like we all know with our ear to the ground and our different methods that this game is fucking awesome. And we also know that it's still going to fight the podcast schedule in the exact same fucking way as all these other games have. And it sucks because the rest of them, we're not sure how good or good they are or aren't, but we've sort of are trying to figure it out. But this one, I knew how good it was, Mm -hmm. but I also knew I wasn't going to get there.
4: I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, peek behind the curtain. This was also when you guys were about to do a cross-country move. So there was actually like a definitive time limit yeah. to playing Subnautica, I remember. It was like 2 weeks and no more cuz you yeah, guys yeah, have yeah, got yeah, to yeah, be yeah. on the road. Yeah. 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 I remember. Um Subnautica taught me that I'm scared of open water. Mm-hmm. Um
0: The swimmer says that. I was that. So I was thinking too like, yeah. to,
4: like I like, swim pools had like
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is different like
3: big soma vibes almost like like a little bit because i remember you and i being upset on that podcast it's so it, it's scary right? it's a like, scary why game. why yeah. did they put like why and i remember that i originally played subnautica like years before this and i love i love i was so into it i loved it it was so great and then the, like the big super scary and i was like never mind i'm done. i hate this yeah <laughs> so,
0: yeah. And yet, you know, this is another one of those games that like you just find random motherfuckers like Michael out of the woodwork that just love this game and know everything about it mm-hmm. and just think it's so cool. And he like works in the parks and so he's just like, Yeah, like I know every creature, I know what they like, I know where they live, I know what they do and he's just at that like, deep level and it's like so cool. Yeah. Like it's like so cool that people can do that with this game and like this sort of these all these fictional creatures, but it's like that love of creatures that somehow translates into this video game it's so cool
3: mm-hmm. not for us i am
0: not no yeah exactly no <laughs> yeah no 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 and okay. so then great foreshadowing we did leave on our cross-country move right and so at this point it's a couple of games that we didn't play that's why Elena. i was
3: looking at this being like i have zero memory right? of citizen
4: sleeper and all yeah. i can tell you is okay. these we motherfuckers about
0: to tell us but some of this ship was good.
4: Yes, exactly. Okay. So yeah, McCoy, we're, we're we're you know flying a captainless ship with McCoy and Elena <laughs> both gone. Uh, James and I are in a panic, and Raphael, um, not really, but we decided like just to play some like very. Um, I guess narr- we we kind of switched over to the more narrative experiences for this one. Um,
2: yeah, we were like, we need to get back into right. what we're used to for this podcast, mm-hmm. what, what we're comfortable with.
1: Right, exactly. Uh,
2: let's play some Game of the Year contenders yeah, like exactly. Citizen
4: Sleeper. <laughs> yes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Citizen Sleeper. Let's see. It is a visual novel. Mm-hmm. But also has some sort of like RPG elements within it. So basically, you play as a um, an a robot who um, makes their way onto this sort of like space-faring. It's not a vessel. It's like almost like a. It's space, a space station. A space station, and.
2: But you're not. You're not a. You're you're a human mind in a robot's body. Right. And you're owned by a company, as a mining asset.
4: But you and, escape,
2: right? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And so your body is like constantly breaking down, and that's one of the mechanics of the game. Um, is hmm. that it, that you need this like this stuff from the company that you escaped from to maintain your body?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you basically fight like you, you, yeah condition is like your survival mechanism. So every day you roll some dice, and then you can de- designate or delegate like any of these numbers that you roll to do certain actions. And obviously, higher dice rolls mean it's a more successful act, like, you know, higher chance of yeah. having a successful action. And basically, it's just you meeting people that are on the space station, helping them out with, you know, any sort of things, making friends, um, creating connections, and also just kind of figuring out, like, what you want to do now as this escaped, you know, human trapped in a robot body. And... I think what floored us, I don't know if it floored but like the writing in this game is oh, spectacular. Damn. It's incredible. Um, the, I'll play the soundtrack for you maybe at like dinner or something, but like the music just paired with, it, it is the quintessential cozy game vibes because mm. all it is, it's not very technically demanding. You know, you literally can just, you one hand it with the mouse, I swear, but like, um, but also just the actual like, visual novel.
0: You're a son of a bitch,
4: sorry, I'm just. She I'm heard just one-handed with the, the mouse. She off was off
0: in the like, corner. Zoe said one-handed yeah. with the
3: mouse, and I, and, had to uh, give him, I gave and, uh, him a little eyebrow raise. You guys
2: raise. gave each other a little eyebrow well, raise. So <laughs>
3: it, at some point, I said something about liking games like that, and it went down in infamy. Yeah. I'm, so sorry. I'm say, so sorry. All I
0: can say is that, what you choose to do with your own time is your own time. But when you play a game like Ricky Love Hotel and you recognize that it is perfectly designed to all be with the mouse, 100% (laughs) perfectly (laughs) all designed to be with the mouse. You recognize that there is a, they know who they're designing the game for. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, in fact, it's even designed in such a way that you could just make it autoplay at the right speeds, so and you can lift your hand off the mouse. So I guess you can just, <laughs> just you know, whatever you need to do. yeah uh, uh. So it's just, it's just, and then you sit there and you literally think to yourself, I cannot believe I am using two hands for these other games. <laughs> like you just, you literally are stunned that you're playing some other yeah. fucking narrative game that you're not masturbating to. But I think then... it was
3: Baldur's Gate. I think I made a comment about Baldur's Gate, being... you, anyways. Sorry. <laughs>
4: so wait, this this game genuinely though sounds incredible, and yeah. I'm, it's I'm incredible. bummed it's one of the ones we oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. incredible. It is. It is an incredible incredible game honestly like you know had like you know like 50 percent of us not played this game yet like i would be like arguing for like a top runner-up spot i think wow. like, i think it should be in a runner-up spot quite honestly yeah i believe you um but like honestly next wind down game for you guys after Dave the um like <laughs> seriously I, I would i would seriously like i cannot recommend this game enough citizen sleeper is just really great writing just very compelling stories also very poignant very emotional um like very hopeful in parts like it's it's amazing and That's also awesome.
2: it's a game that feels like you should do multiple playthroughs of it hmm. do not
4: yeah do not hmm. it has a very strict narrative to it's it. hmm.
2: it's what it, what that feeling is, is actually just good writing. Oh. <laughs>
3: mm. We experience um, that so infrequently. Yeah. yeah
2: see. Oh, that's what that feeling um, is. It turns out if you write well, then you lead the player exactly where you want them to go by their own hand. Yeah. Just the one hand, but they <laughs> buy their own hand. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not> hell, <laughs> <now>, dude. <laughs> uh.
0: I was actually wondering, based on what I've heard from you guys before this, but also with this, if this doesn't get, like, a runner-up spot. Yeah, I, I, feel
2: like I, I mean, I feel like I, to me, it does. I would but yeah. heavily argue
4: yeah. for it.
0: Yeah, and, Quite. like, and so so I'm actually, it's really interesting. I, I think about this game because, you know, we've modeled this game of the year off of many other game of the years. But, you know, typically, right, it's every game that came out in the year. And, like, the people who come together haven't all played every game. They've right. right. all played the big games. But then they have to trust each other's reactions and essentially put their ear to the ground, not to the industry, but to their own people. Yeah. And um, my ear to the ground for this, for my people, is that this shit's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I and agree. Um, I trust you guys more than I do the industry. And so th- this, this is like <laughs> holy shit. Like yeah. Like so, I don't really have a pile of shame. I trust myself to do my best, but this one is like my one stack of pile of shame because my people said. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. You know, find time. Yeah, it'll. We'll get there, but yeah, it it'll is worth well it. worth playing.
4: Yeah, and then it's mutazione.
2: Mutazione. Um, <laughs> which is Italian for mutant or mutation.
4: Yes. Yep. Italian for mutation. This one, I would say, like also really great storytelling. It's just in a different vein. It is a mutant soap opera yeah. essentially <laughs> okay. that you play through and it's got the very I would say like cliche soap opera tropes to them but just done surprisingly elegantly mm-hmm. where it's wow. like there's cheating and romance and pregnancy and betrayal and death and it, it was and will like, they
2: won't they and will yeah. they yeah. won't yeah. they yeah. Yeah.
4: and it was again just a very like compelling compelling story that i was very surprised by given the subject matter like you read the you read the game on steam and it says a mutant soap opera and the first thing i thought was like oh jesus christ (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what are we getting into but honestly like this one i think is very delightful as well um Mm. i don't know if i like obviously i put citizen sleeper above it um also, like, I seem to remember, like, Raphael just, like, played this whole game in one night and got very burnt out by it. Yeah. And, like... Well, yeah, yeah. but
2: it, it's also, yeah. like... I mean, soap opera is not Raphael's genre. Yeah. This is also just true. The- yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, also that's true. true.
0: Okay, wait, hold on. Can I go to the bathroom again? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like, once <laughs> I broke the seal, man, I'm over. Like, I, I shouldn't drink this much tea in one day. It's really nice, but, um... It turns out that I have fully adjusted to work from home, and I expected more breaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, though. Sounds great. One sec. Thank all you. All right. Though. Great choice. All right. Oh, so, so we were Christ. just
2: talking about how much we love Gabe, and then McCoy was like, all right, so let's shit on this guy when we press record. <laughs> what a tattler. Record. What a
0: tattler.
3: <laughs> That's a big sibling energy big right
0: there. Big energy. But I think it's wor- he needs to know. He needs yeah. to know. Yeah, he just says really nice things behind the scenes, but then he looks at you and he says, as he exits the door, right? He just is about to walk out, and he looks back one last time over his shoulder and just says, "Don't mention anybody. I said it though." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That is his vibe.
3: Uh-huh. Okay, so um, we were learning. We were learning about someone else in the, name of the game. Mutazione. Mutazione. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think.
0: Which I thought was Muta Zion, and I yeah, we that's all what we all was. did. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to play this game. Yeah, that sounds like it fucking sucks.
2: No, mm-hmm. it's it's like a little, it's a story game. It, it's nice. Good. It's
0: a yeah. nice
4: little game. You 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 make a garden that sings music, and at the that's same nice. time, you're also you know like you know watching two characters declare their love for one another. It's mm-hmm. I get it. It's got all the soap opera vibes to it, quite honestly. And honestly, it, it was a joy
2: that's yeah. fucking awesome and i feel like i feel, like, I feel awesome. like with both that game and citizen sleeper we were like holy shit we fucked up so
4: we were just like oh no <laughs> like, yeah. yeah and i could
0: feel that from you guys and that's exactly like when elena texted me like don't be mad
4: right because exactly. you guys were like don't oh, yeah. be
0: mad but we played the best game this year potentially <laughs> yes. like yeah. with when you were gone you should you should uh play it though and i just remember sitting there going like What the fuck? Because I'm not mad, but I am I am trying not to be mad now that I've been told not to be mad. Like I am like having that sequence. So, you know, I got there in the end. (laughs) I think we all did. And actually, truthfully, like I'm just I'm just happy that like that you guys got to play this game Mm -hmm. and that it's Mm -hmm. wonderful. Mm -hmm. And these games. And, and, And 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 after the block that we had and the sort of lostness, do you have no idea? Like just like like a peek behind the curtain, like there's so many emotions that I feel when I hear these games are amazing that we played without you. I feel in some ways like, you know, like maybe what you guys are worried about, like, Oh, like he missed out. Like, damn, I wish he could have been there for it. But then it's like more of like, okay, so we've been throwing for the past like four weeks when I'm there and then I leave and now it's amazing. (laughs) Fuck. Like, like, like that'll cross your head. And it just, It's it's these are just the thoughts that you just have to learn to like realize that you can feel them, but like what are they really? They're not really that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
2: But it but it really it wasn't anything about you leaving. It was like we were playing the wrong games,
0: right? Mm -hmm. For what we needed at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And we were learning what the right games were in that context, in that space, and 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 so obviously, and I knew that. But it's just like you can't help it's like these just thoughts just come across the bow and you have to dodge the matrix style. Right. Yeah. You know, before they land and seed themselves. So yeah. Yeah. But that's fucking cool. Yeah. And also Cult of the Lamb was was really, really good too. It was really good. Well, great. and this
4: was a game I think you would have hated.
0: Great personally. Fucking great. <laughs>
4: um, I mean it is a it is a roguelike uh, roguelike cult game. Uh, You play, it's just got a cutesy, I mean, its mascot is the cutest looking lamb on the Mm -hmm. face of the earth. But it does demonic shit because it's a cult leader. And um, yeah, it's kind of just like dungeon dungeon fighting all the way up to a big boss. But I think the combat style is very similar to that of like Hades, which I know you did not personally like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, just everything you do to build up your cult base, um, it's all just done in this weirdly adorable cult like like you're sacrificing your your villagers your villagers like, yeah! for
2: more power <laughs> like, yeah
4: it's it's yeah. it's cutesy it's cutesy cult I guess is the only it's, way I could say yeah. awesome. and for some people that's a joy for other people it's it grinds their gears I feel like it would have grinded your gears um, but I think Elena
2: might have liked it a lot more like
4: mm-hmm.
2: like honestly yeah. I feel like aside from like getting frustrated with the actual combat of that game
3: yeah
2: like you would have loved so much of that and like
3: cutesy cult sounds like a vibe and it's also
2: like a bit of a like farming like village building game and like yeah right and so like the trade-off of like you do the combat i'll do the village is something that your relationship really thrives on (laughs) 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 yeah but McCoy would have hated the combat. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's maybe, you know, you know, all things aside, it may be yeah. not the game for you guys, but I really loved
3: it.
4: Yeah. And it really, definitely really was
3: fun. a cult classic at that time, too. Like, it got... I remember, like, it, was, it got big. It got big. In the, big. Yeah, it the got general really gaming big. community, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It,
4: it was also the first time I've really seen Twitch integration, like, actually elegantly put into mm. the game. Um, because it was just this perfect thing like you, you're recruiting members to your cult and so they installed this twitch add-on, which was essentially like your viewers could enter a lottery and then the cult member that you're picking up is named after that twitch viewer
2: and like mm. they could design it so mm. they could like choose the body and the color and uh, the like yeah
4: yeah huh. you know like mm. character customization and it was kind of like oddly fitting because it's like are these viewers not just worshipping the streamer kind of like a cult? Because, like, obviously the streamer is playing the, you know, leader of all of it. And so it's just really funny of just being like, well, I'm just really going to have to kill James now. Like, yeah. that that was the mm-hmm. thing I think I had the most fun with was naming my characters after us on the podcast. Yeah. Because then it's like, I'm just, I'm just messaging, like... Elena tried to marry me today. And, yeah. you know, when I, when I, <laughs> Elena tried to marry me and Raphael tried to marry me and I married them both. <laughs> yeah. so, like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, one of it's just it, you kind of make really funny stories up that way. McCoy
2: pooped in the corner today.
4: <laughs> right,
0: <exactly. clears throat> Um, had to go clean it up these stories by the way that you would Mm -hmm. share like always felt like when that psycho girlfriend talks about her dreams and about how you did some insane shit in the dreams, and you need to like repay in real life it was like yo you pooped in the corner can you not and i'm like bro
2: yeah
0: i you have no idea how hard i try in real life not to do that like (laughs) i feel like i deserve some credit for not doing that but but it's not
2: mccoy it's the fourth iteration of mccoy because three previous mccoys had died yeah exactly sacrifice and
0: fucking whatever else yeah
2: Oh my god. But yeah,
4: it just makes for some good narratives and also really great soundtrack. Like I I love the soundtrack mm, cool. to that game as well. And
2: also like just some of the characters are so silly sounding. Mm-hmm. Like they're all voice acted to be like like humans making noises kind of in the um I don't know, in the like animal crossing like
3: kind of just mm-hmm.
2: little little like
3: nonsense language sort yeah, of Yeah, but like no, no, no,
2: vocal no. hits but mm-hmm. it's nonsense language of a guy going like ha hummin ha hummin ha hummin ha hummin ha 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 It seems like it was really
0: fun. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I it, mean? It was
4: very fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's really cool, man. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. 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 Respect to that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. And then finally the last game on here, we have what was a I think we put it out as a side quest actually, but it was War Tales.
3: Uh, yeah more tales was pretty fucking good it was good i yeah. think it just officially released like not that really? long ago wasn't cool. it in beta when we played it it was, it was. or, Alpha or I don't know. yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. the 1.0 update came out last year i believe and they've actually just released their first like dlc Maybe to it that's recently what I saw. Yeah, no. they've been really adding a lot of content in fact i haven't gone back in six months or so but i've definitely played it after this podcast a couple times when they've added more content and they introduced voice acting to it, which I'm not sure how I feel about it right oh, now. I, I kind of liked it when my characters were silent. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. um, but at the same time, um, they're really doing a lot and listening to the community about uh, things to you know improve on. Like, apparently your people having helmets in battle was a very a pain point for a lot of people playing. And they've added helmets now that you can put on your characters. So that's cool um thank you but also like you now can like create your own banner for your people so like there's somebody holding your banner as you go around the world but um and the combat system has also gotten a lot more i guess smoother and more elegant Hmm. in some Mm. ways but
0: what is it though like it's an XCOM like fantasy game like like what not quite roguelike or something. i love
2: how you're you're like all of those games are just XCOM games. Every yeah. single one of them. No, they're they're grid-based tactics games. Uh-huh. Yeah. How mad are you, James?
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's how I describe it. It's I'm like, I'm X- like, oh, XCOM. this this
2: this card game is such a Hearthstone.
0: You're like, no,
4: like, yeah. oh, my favorite is like Slay the Spire esque. It's like yeah. everything Slay the Spire esque. Yeah. Well, that's but because
0: everything is. Everything slated. is slated. Yeah. That's but because that's every, Slay the Spire have, invented yeah. the when you have just dominance the in the genre, yeah. you yeah. just sit there and you like, tee back the rest.
3: XCOM does have dominance in the genre. Yeah, that's
0: true that's true and it certainly did for me in my life at that time Mm yeah for sure as well
2: but like also it started like XCOM is the sci-fi version of this that was right like for a long time right this fantasy thing you know right Mm -hmm. but 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 you know
0: some motherfucker outside banging some shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) Accept them let them let them bang you know (laughs) let (laughs) Let let them bang.
3: bang
0: god damn um
3: I remember that War Tales was like surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember yeah. really enjoying it. I haven't gone back to it ever, um, but it was it was a good game back from McCoy and I. It was a good game. It was fun. Mm-hmm.
0: This style of combat, XCOM style or otherwise, is really fun. Mm-hmm. And like getting to like create your composition and like pick up people and stuff like that is cool. Yeah, it's just um, it was so fantasy games. I can't believe we kind of lost this battle on the podcast, Elena, But fantasy games are super dope. And, like, yeah. you know that shit. Yeah. And, like, I know that shit. But everyone else is all, like, cyberpunk or, like, whatever else. And, like, it was cool to be, like, we saw the trailer of this and we're, like, that's a fantasy game that respects fantasy and has a cool combat that system. I why bet we this wanted is good. It. It.
3: I do remember that being, like, it's a fantasy ver- fantasy version of XCOM. Let's go. And
2: I think it was. It yeah. is. Yeah. And it's cool. And it, I feel like so much fantasy is now, like, also anime. Yeah. You know? they, they definitely yeah. love fantasy, too. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes. yeah and,
4: and to be honest like when you guys first i i remember i was gonna skip this podcast i mm-hmm. think like mm-hmm. you guys were like yo we're playing war tales and i looked at him like jesus christ like no like Me, i, like, I, I don't... i'm also moving cross country right? so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I will yeah, be yeah, yeah. For this. yeah, just like actually i think not um but actually like after playing it i was very shocked at just how into it that i got like i yeah. think i've, I've played yeah. more than you got. like Absolutely. i have i have 150 hours I, know, yeah. I right now wow um I've, I've really been enjoying it um like i definitely had reached the cap of like content so like i've yeah. explored everything i've like basically a hundred percent of the game at certain points so now all i have is like bounty hunter quests that i can do for fun mm-hmm. um but now all of my people just deal crit damage so even the combat now is just one-shotting everybody <laughs> yeah. um but it it was i was very surprised at how hooked i got onto that game not just for the xcom combat style but also for like the base build like mm-hmm. it's not base building because you're moving you know you're moving your party around but i guess party building um like survival mechanics because you have to get food and like feed people and hunt and like
0: salary and stuff
4: right, right. and uh yes yeah, salary oh my goodness i I'm like paying like fifty two hundred dollars every time now, and it's a problem.
0: <laughs> and it's like there's, like dogs or horses or some shit that you could have. In yep, the game. you can have. A, yeah.
4: I, I have a bear. I have. I have a lot of horses, bears. But like, I also like the narratives also that come out of that. Like, I remember Elena talking about how she just has her like all of her spear women <laughs> that are right. named after people from the Alana. Oh books. yeah, <laughs> and I, <do> have <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, pretty fire. Like that just. I I I love the creativity that comes out of games like this and it and it, it, like it it did it for me where like yeah. I originally was apprehensive and then I was playing it, and I was like I see where I can be creative mm-hmm. and mm. just rolled with it.
0: Yeah, and actually like you know XCOM that it hit that height right at that era of our lives for for most of us. I don't know did you play XCOM james Never. Okay. Well, Never? so this is this is why you feel the way you feel. Um <laughs> but but it was, like, this perfect hybrid of, like, that style of game, but also, like, the base building, but also, like, the storytelling that happens that you're sort of talking about, and like, the characters and narrative and stuff. And then XCOM itself dropped its own ball, you know what I mean? And nothing really else, like, there's, like, a Marvel version. Well, that, there's
2: you know, XCOM 2.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that fucking songs. sucked when it released, <laughs> released. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah. But the moral of the story is that, um, and apparently it was better eventually, but it's just that, like, XCOM in its spirit, hasn't re-entered the, the conversation despite being such a legendary, like, pillar of gaming at that time. And so this really did it for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it did it for me as well and did it for you. And so mm-hmm. it it's cool. It was cool to see, like, XCOM Spirit alive and well. Everyone knew it was, but yet there was nothing to do it other than Mutant Year Zero, which is amazing, and no one will ever play it. And it's the best XCOM game ever that no one ever plays. Um, other than that. But it was cool for Wartales to come. I can't believe I have a podcast where I can force people to play games. And I just bitch like that. That no yeah, one's played one game. It it's kind up. of Didn't you
4: do a side quest on Mutant Year Zero?
0: I don't know. We might have done like a weird like YouTube review of it. Like I forget yeah, exactly you did what. A,
3: you did like for podcast consideration because you were trying to convince everyone we should play it. But you never then showed but, it to us. Yeah, but yeah. then I've never seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that's, like, super normal <laughs> and cringe <laughs> for me, uh, I'll just say. But Wartales like, was another round into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was cool. So then, all right, boys, this is interesting. So are
2: we cutting Wartales? I...
4: I think. mean I I, th- so... I think there are better runner ups than War
2: Tails. Yeah, I
3: personally. think that we're gonna I think that we can go through and do like a pretty quick slash of a lot of these games and that we, we didn't, liked but aren't gonna make it.
2: We didn't really confirm that we cut like mutazione and call to the lamb. Oh,
0: oh
3: yeah.
4: well I've crossed out. i my like, What sheets, about this? So. What
0: about this? What about this? What about this? Elden Ring, Citizen Sleeper, Spiritfarer.
3: What about control? Oh, control.
0: Control. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sherlock Holmes, Chapter One, crossed well, off. Oh yeah. Like yeah, crossed sure. off. You know I mean? And yeah. I think
3: Dishonored too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dishonored, we had. It was fun. It was great. Very, very, good. very good. Not yeah. gonna go here. And then, Sony the uh, called s- Lamb War Tales. So that leaves us with Control, Elden Ring, Spirit Fair, and Citizen Sleeper. Elden Ring is the obvious winner. So we have three runners up currently.
2: So yeah. my my, I think I would do Elden Ring, Control, Citizen Sleeper for my
4: control over citizen sleeper
2: yeah but i mean but and that's partly above, because all of us played that mm-hmm. but above spirit fair right yes he said he bounced off of yeah i mean like for yeah. my own yeah, 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 exactly. i yeah i just
3: actually in some ways agree with that it's in well it's interesting trying to do the ranking like this because for me at in 2022 i would not have ranked spirit crazy I would have I mean I liked it a lot but it (laughs) that was a game that like I look back on very fondly and with impact but like in 2022 maybe they didn't have that same level Mm-hmm. Um, i really liked it but I, I don't even think i gave it a gold star that year mm-hmm. i'm not I sure i
4: believe they were two thumbs up that's what i kind of from remember. Every, but yeah. from everybody i think
3: i think yeah. so too despite
0: its Except big me. gold star energy well
3: mm-hmm. but that's the thing that's why it's weird doing it like this is like looking back on 2022 right like i know that spirit fair really stuck with me in a different way than i thought it would mm-hmm. um but
0: i see that case though yeah i see that case though is that enough can we all agree with that case
4: I, I I would agree. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that. Like it's definitely like third runner up energy though. Which, like, <laughs> and, 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 like, like look if we had done this as like a real game of the year there would be five runners up. I mean we decided right, we that would there would bank. be
2: two runners up like just at the beginning of this episode maybe yeah. there are three runners up <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, is that going back too far or is that is that kind I of don't out? i don't know i mean there are I, no rules
3: for this and hopefully we'll never do this category again because we will now just do game of the year every year and we won't have right, to yeah, do yeah, this yeah, when we yeah, go right, back and rank last year's games
2: or do we always yeah. go back and re-rank last year
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean Jesus honestly Christ.
3: it would be kind of interesting That's to go back and at it really quickly and just be like do, are these the games that actually it, are, stuck with us yeah did we do anything well but right? That so, insane.
0: Elden Ring, one.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What's two? Control. So Citizen I actually,
4: I, I, I'm kind of in agreement of putting control over Citizen Sleeper. Uh, the thing is, they're such different games, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've got one that is just a high, like high octane, like you know, feel powerful, and then you've got like cozy vibes, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. is just like the polar opposite. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I like I remember vividly because we played control right before elden ring like i i just remember playing control and just being like game of the year Mm -hmm. like right Mm -hmm. here like Mm. this is game of the year um and then we played elden ring and i was like game of the year year. (laughs) 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 like it was it was two heavy hitters back to back and and like In some way, it's, like, I want to do justice to that game studio and just be, like, you make good games. Like, this is, like, even though I've forgotten about this, like, it's Mm. a great game. Like, there is a part of me that kind of wants to do that as well. Um, But also, it's just, it's a fucking fun game. It's a fucking fun game.
0: It is yeah it's a really great hybrid between like AAA and like more than that mm-hmm. and you're like damn this is actually fun mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. okay well i mean listen i didn't play citizen sleeper i'm more than happy to have control be number two if you ask me
2: that, i mean okay
4: yeah yeah all right done and dusted
0: done and dusted. All not right. so hard once you get down to it i
4: mean we, it was like three hours long well mostly well, it was just there were a lot of mostly like, just going yeah. to the bathroom yeah. <laughs> yeah most of it was but yeah all right so winner for shout outs from 20 you know 2022 games winner elden ring runner-up control then citizen sleeper
2: Mm-hmm. and then spirit fair yes
4: yeah, spirit fair we'll yeah and spirit then spirit for <laughs> spirit James, fair
0: yeah. says James.
4: and then dishonor no <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, yeah except, let's just rank let's rank all of the games in the year oh my let's god no. i mean down. that's
4: what we are
3: about to do yep. after the break we come back with the real big event game of the year
0: 2023 yeah that's actually better yeah hmm. dun the tyranny of thumbs okay that's not bad holy fuck oh shit
3: i think we need to bring it back for 2024 i
0: might already be back nobody knows
3: (laughs) (laughs) you don't put it in the podcast i listen to the podcast (laughs) i'm just watching
4: this recording still going on yeah Yeah. well yeah okay (laughs) great choice
2: more spice than i'm used to okay it's good
4: it is it's very good I am Thank going you. to get wasted off. Of I, that. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yes. I'm already, I I'm already concerned. That's that is the plan.
3: Okay. If I can we should get make... rehydration salts like
0: on the I... fucking. It's already on my list of things to fucking...
3: do. That like right after this, we get rehydration salts. Also, if I can't make nachos tonight because of other, you know, yeah. we can just order pizza or something. Yep.
0: Totally. Not. Yeah. I. So the thing. Because is, you're wasted, is that yeah. why you wouldn't? If it
3: becomes dangerous for me to cook, like, gotcha. It's enough. really
0: cringe. My main dish that I make, I still make Elena do like half of it. <laughs> That's.
2: It's just. It's kind of unfortunate, but should we? Did we put away the smoothie? This just on the counter. I don't know. Okay, I'm not worrying about it. Mm. So, welcome.
0: Well, I, wait, did we not, we I did not <laughs> realize yes. we were recording. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not God, important Damon But Nicole,
3: you have to start telling people.
0: No, I don't. So I've learned that to just catch up with the rest of the world and just hit record far before anyone is, is yes. willing or able. And um, I told you to do that. James told me this years ago, and he just said, listen to me, the clap sync is a lie. Don't do it just hit record on these motherfuckers they know when they come in this call that it's they're getting recorded And i'm like but james they're telling <laughs> you insane every
4: time you come in just like warning <laughs> every time <laughs>
0: yeah exactly like you may be recorded without your permission for training purposes <laughs> exactly and i'm like no fuck that but anyway it's not important um we're back holy fuck we're back we're,
3: back. we're here to record the ultimate game of the year 2023 Game of we blow? have we have the list of the full games that we have played this year in 2023, and we are going to end with an ordered list of five games.
1: Mm -hmm. Love that
3: we have mulled wine while we mull over these choices. Uh, Okay, Uh yeah, Uh 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 and now we're ready.
0: And I did want to say this is a really hilarious thing that's been going on here because, right, like we've been, you know, I guess game critics maybe you could call us and on this podcast Mm -hmm. for so many years. That it is so fucking funny to watch us try to do literally anything else, because <laughs> like motherfuckers will be making coffee in the morning and be sitting there going like, "I know it's not the game of the year level coffee that I'm used to making at my house," or like James is making mold wine. He's like, "I don't, I don't know if it's the greatest mold wine ever made," because we just literally are like so dialed as critics. Like I'm making breakfast and I'm terrified, mm-hmm. truly, and, like in my heart of hearts. And like, then we're I'm all scared. like, "It's delicious." Yeah, which is a lie, and and so like it's it's, it's not. It's just hilarious to watch, literally watch us try to do anything, and know that we have so many critics in the house. Um, but listen, let's use Got our some skills. Critics in
2: this.
4: <laughs> <one>.
0: <laughs> Certified critic. Oh boy. Seven reviews a week.
4: But all right. Well, so before we do that, though, McCoy, you were supposed to think about a personal award.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you when you say that? it like that, I feel like I could have used one more reminder earlier. <laughs> That's all
3: that feels but like. But it's so much more fun well, for us to remind I only you realized right that because
4: I realized I was about to list best game, and then I was like, wait, fuck.
2: Bear yeah. in mind that Elena chose a game that we didn't play on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and you chose last of P.
3: Mm-hmm. I did, with a runner-up of Cookie Love Hotel. Mm-hmm
0: wow um i'm gonna choose
3: wait you have to have a category first the
0: category is Hmm, it's sort of like i don't know i i wanted to say like to like to that other one where it's like who it brings the voice to the discord situation brings mm-hmm. the voice to
3: the yard <laughs>
0: yeah i i think the games that remind us that sometimes when we podcast all the time We need to remember to actually play games with each other, and not just for the podcast, but rather for our souls, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's a battle for me between Elden Ring and Halo Infinite, but I guess Halo Infinite isn't really on here, you know? (laughs) And so I think... Oh, Halo Infinite, got already got a shout-out. I think I actually will still give it to Halo Infinite, because honestly, like, it's just... It's just, I can't explain to you how amazing it is to have been able to connect so many people and, um, and it's really made me reflect on like, so this year I spent a lot of time like working on my foundation and I retreated a lot from a lot of our like game game and hangout sessions. Like I, I wasn't as present in the discords. I wasn't starting as many events. I wasn't doing a lot of stuff. I was focusing really on the foundation. Um, because I felt like I really, like, needed that after last year and after the end of that and moving and all that shit. And, you know, some of that's on – off the podcast stuff, right? But it was tough, like, because it was, like – I mean, I was a fucking mess. People know that shit. Um, But I was doing my best. But, you know, it's like you get 11 people in a Halo session and you just are reminded that that everybody just wants to show up and and have a great time and fucking enjoy each other's presence. And it's just – I can't tell you how many of those sessions I walked away from thinking to myself, like, that wasn't the best one, but it was the first one that Jamie was at. So is he gone now? Like, did we lose him? Because it's such an important thing to make a first impression. And all of these motherfuckers from all the different woodworks are all coming back, and uh, it's just really joyous. It makes me feel very appreciative of the people I have around me. And it makes me feel, even though I don't feel like I necessarily did my best in that regard in terms of cultivating that game atmosphere, it was like, People waited patiently while I was working on myself. And now that I'm back, they are back. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking so sick. Honestly. Like it, well, little, you know, a little downer to start the fuck, but it's just, it's (laughs) sick, bro. I don't know. It's, I, I think you can easily get caught up in your own performance and how exactly well are you doing. But at the end of the day, like we murdered so many times, we murdered so many times. We keep murdering. If you think in, in the podcast, it's the same context too. It's like, we look at how many amazing episodes we've had in the past and we're like, That question of, like, is your best podcast behind you is just always looming, I feel like, as we get older, in every topic, and uh, not yet. I don't think so. I mean, maybe we've had some amazing podcasts, but goddamn, we've been killing, so.
4: We've been killing this game of the year.
0: So that just makes me happy. That Mm -hmm. just makes me happy to say. um, I think I've stalled long enough for this mold wine to cool down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dare we... Oh, and I guess podcast episode. I already said, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Let's go. Okay. Let's
3: go. Can we have Zoe do an honorary
4: reading of the nominees? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, for best game of 2023, going through the list one last time, we have Burnhouse Lane, Dead Space, Adios, Atomic Heart, Castle Crashers, The Case of the Golden Idol, Stray, Dead Cells, Darkest Dungeon 2 Elden Ring Seamless Co-op Fallout 3 Starfield <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 2.0 plus Phantom Liberty The Pale Beyond Soma and Dredge mm. Alright so like let's just get Starfield the fuck out yeah. Yeah. of so here like,
0: just... It got enough airtime. now yeah. it was yeah. us owning it's out. it but yeah. mm-hmm. it yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just doesn't
2: deserve But concert. all press is good press right? <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> actually not sure it is at this point. So uh, we were
0: watching like a little a clip of Control earlier, right? And mm-hmm. you're throwing yeah. shit and we were noticing that it has force powers too just like Starfield and yet it, they're sick. They're actually like sort of cool looking. In fact, they're a lot cool looking and, and I just
2: satisfying to use. Yeah,
0: and beautiful and 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 I know we've just said this like over and over again, but seriously, Starfield is embarrassingly bad. Yeah, truthfully, yep. Yep. And and they not, should be embarrassed.
3: Let's not sully this now with any more of the Starfield <laughs> trash. And
2: with that being said, let's get Fallout 3 off this list.
3: I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Fallout 3 is so much better than Starfield. But I, agree. Yeah. Yeah.
3: but I think that with this list, like we can just go through and do some easy cuts of games that we've talked about and like kind of like given their yep. their moments, but just aren't going to be contenders for the top five. Like I Dead think the Pale Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. Dead cells I agree.
3: Yeah, Castle Crashers.
2: Yeah, Atomic Heart.
4: I looked at it to make sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Atomic Heart like it's it's not going to be. No, it's nah. nah. It's a disappointment. Yeah. We've
2: gone yeah. through it. Yeah. Adios. Yeah, I think I think that Adios, I agree. Yeah.
4: It's
3: not It's closer I do too. it's closer to, closer to but not going to make. It.
4: Audios I think caters to a very niche kind of likening to a video game i like it, it caters to a very niche taste
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm.
4: and for some of that it rang it was like very resonant other people it's not but i don't think it has any place in the top five
1: mm-hmm.
4: i think
3: too um darkest dungeon two is not going to make the top five here i yeah. would say
0: well hold on so okay fair enough but like we are we are approaching that quickly right because you cut dead space too right and then did we, did cut, we cut, cut dead space no
4: Burnhouse Lane stays. <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh, damn.
2: <laughs> Did we cut Dead Space? I I, I ought to. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do.
4: Okay. Okay.
3: Can
2: we so, count? All right, so, oh, oh, yeah, so let me
3: get fingers out. Barnhouse Bart- Lane. One. Mm-hmm, the Case of the Golden Idol. Two. Stray. Three. Elder three, Ring Seamless Co-op. Four. Cyberpunk. Five. Soma. Six. And Dredge. Seven. We have to cut two games and then order this bitch.
2: I think we should cut Soma because it's an incredible story. Wow. But, like... I didn't finish it, and Zoe didn't finish it, because it's not Game of the Year material for this podcast. But it
3: has to be top five. I think it needs to be in the top five. Because even though we didn't finish it, like, we... No.
2: No, no, I'm I'm just... Even though we didn't finish it, like, it's...
3: It was powerful.
2: Okay. I think what's
0: happening is that I, I actually sort of believe that James may be, like jumping ahead of the script here. I okay. think he may end up being right, actually, as this sort of cause because the thing is what's the other five? We have to really yeah. sift mm-hmm. through and and it but like let's get to it. Like I
2: mean my follow up to that is Burnhouse Lane, but um mm-hmm.
4: This is the highest a Mikulski game has ever been uh-huh. <laughs> on a Tom Game list. Because uh, yeah. like a
2: game a game that that has that low of a low for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like, did the rest of that game really, like, float it so high that it gets into the into our top five in the year?
3: No, know, maybe, maybe not. But that like, I I just think
2: I feel like it's getting some serious buffs from all of us playing it together.
4: Well, yeah, well, well yeah. That's how it's yes. That's how I realized these games have like they're meant to be played. It's how I wish the Cat Lady was played. Oh way back yeah, then. for sure. Um. Led to some. I remember. Like, I think that was the beginning of the tilt for Adam when, yeah. when, uh, yeah. when oh, we yeah. first played it.
0: It's nice to know that the cat lady has been such a powerful like influence in all of our lives, and it started him on tilt. So it really just yeah. it really solidified us in the place we needed to go. Okay, wait.
3: I want to go back to Burnhouse Lane then for a second because I I think James has made a really good point that that game the game itself is getting a really big buff from us having played it together. But, like, undoubtedly, one of the most powerful experiences that we have had in gaming this year. And, like, really yeah. brought us all, I guess it won, did it win best experience? It got high for best experience. So...
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. C- can we do this? Can we can we mark games that we think are just, we feel, without ordering the list yet, that these are just absolutely staying? Like, like they
4: need to be in the top five. Case of the Golden Idol. Like case of the, the, the Golden Idol gold yeah. gets a star. Yeah. Stray. Yeah.
0: Stray gets a star Stray. to me. Okay, here's a question. Just like I know this is like a little late in this discussion to have this, but like, can Elden Ring seamless co-op be here?
3: I was thinking the same thing.
0: Interesting, because as an experience, it's like it, it, it took most things and. But
4: like, is it a game?
0: Yeah, or, right. or is it um, not Elden Ring? We're not like, I work.
4: I feel like I I'm like I'm keeping it on because of the experience that we've all had together and like the the fun times that we've had. But I think that's the reason it won best, you know, best cooperative experience yeah.
3: i wonder if it's then similar to burn house lane mm-hmm. where like these games are on this list because of our experience with them together but the game themselves itself doesn't really maybe
4: i do think there's something to be said about person like person like how how the game is experienced um
1: yeah
4: yeah seamless co-op is just interesting though because it's like technically we had already all played the game Mm -hmm. before no no
0: no but like with that balance they actually did like interesting stuff with balance they did interest like it's it's like a fundamentally different experience like i felt like it was completely new like different spots were poking out in difficulty and easiness and like different Mm -hmm. bosses were harder or easier and Mm -hmm. it was totally new it felt to me Mm -hmm. even though they were reusing like like the let's put it this way it's like if you decided to just remove like, like, I, how do I put, how, I'm trying to say, like, if you took that mod away, like, you just decided the person who made this mod never made this mod. It's just, like, now we look back and there's a giant hole in the Elden Ring experience. But, like, this guy or some three dudes or whatever the fuck ma- made an entirely other, like, chunk of our Elden Ring experience
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the side through Elden Ring. But still, like, they had to do that. They had to go, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of insane. Yeah. what they did really yeah
3: it would be unprecedented for a mod to make it to the top five of a game of the year
0: but like maybe it deserves it. like i don't know like i've never seen the bosses have that much health and have the 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 balance of the way to fight them and the synergies that we pulled out all change and like i've just it just i just wasn't and like thinking that
2: like the weapons that we used changed yeah. And like is, the balance. The balance of the weapons changed based on Yeah, like, yeah cuz
3: like all of a sudden black flame was just what we needed. Yeah.
2: And I poison mean,
4: sucked yeah. ass. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah well, that might so well that might have been <laughs> there. Yeah. But
0: like is it like is the seamless co-op like like it, if we're just microcosm we're, we're diving in to Elden Ring specifically is seamless co-op the best part of Elden Ring? it's damn close
3: it's really hard because they are such different experiences and like look we just did best game of 2022 and Elden Ring won that because that game is incredible wildly incredible and that was even before we had Seamless Co-op I I still think like when we played Elden Ring the first time the game even just McCoy like you and me and my sister in our little condo like alone I was like I game of the year that's it like that done Mm -hmm. it's game of the year but then Seamless Co-op this year did add, like, a whole new dimension that was our best, like, multiplayer, like, collective gaming experience of the year.
0: And up till that point, it was the best one ever. And mm-hmm. it may still have been the best, be the best one ever. That's a personal preference thing, depending on how you feel and the groups and the makeups and stuff. And it also, I mean, w- was fucking incredible. I mean, incredible. Like, and so...
3: But here's, I think, maybe...
0: Like, okay, wait, can I say this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is an interesting question. I'm actually not sure where I'm really, like, settled on. But it's like, this person did not really do much. And yet, do you need to do a lot if you did a little and you created the best gaming experiences (laughs) for the year? You, like... They got to piggyback off Elden Ring. I bet you everybody else wishes they could piggyback on Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. But they also piggybacked off Elden Ring, tweaked it a couple ways that Elden Ring themselves wouldn't do. Like, it's it's one of those weird things of, like, it's a simple dish they made, but it's damn amazing.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I think... Okay, I think there's a very strong case for Elden Ring here. Um... But I think maybe what will help us is if we keep going through... Because I think we're going through and starring things that we know will make this list. Like, I think Cyberpunk's Phantom Liberty is going to be a top five game for us. Okay, sure. And then I think we need to think about Soma, Dredge... And Burnhouse Lane. And Burnhouse Lane and Elden Ring and kind of, like, weigh all of those together and see, because I think that will help us figure out, like, does the revisiting of Elden Ring and what Seamless Co-op brought to that, does that outweigh for us something like Soma, which was a very different, but also, like, very powerful experience for the group. Mm-hmm. Or Dredge, which you guys loved. Um,
4: right. Like, I... It's difficult. Like so, I, I personally, I feel like, honestly, if there's any of these that I would axe, honestly, like I do think Burnhouse Lane maybe needs to go. Yeah. For a top five, like for a top five against these, but the thing is, like I, I think it's amazing that it's made it this far. That, uh, like yeah. that is the thing about it. Like it's, I I think. What makes Burn House Lane so nostalgic is that it came at the right place at the right time for what we were looking for as a podcast. And like James said, we had some very low lows with that playthrough. But I think also it was just kind of amazing to see kind of the evolution of this type of mm-hmm. game and yeah. like the ways in which it had improved and maybe in some places like got a little too real for us, yeah. which is fucking amazing. Um, it is. I
3: think that's a really good point, Zoe, too. I think part of what makes Burnhouse Lane like so much fun for us as this group is like we've played our Mikulski games now for what, like four or five years? Mm-hmm. And so like we've gotten to see him grow up. Right. And I feel like maybe we'll do something similar with people like the case of the Golden Idol. Like we now get to watch that developer's journey mm-hmm. and that'll be really cool. But it, yeah, maybe some of my attachment to that is just when it came and the playthrough that it was and the fact that it was like, I mean, like, almost legitimately a good game. Right.
2: Uh, right. No, it was a good game.
3: I think it was. No,
2: I like the way Elena described it. <laughs>
0: <there>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hear that case, but what about a counter case, just because we're out here and we're having a little fun? Okay. I think Burnhouse Lane might be above Dredge.
4: You think it's above Dredge? Okay.
0: Okay, because Dredge, recent, lovely, mm-hmm. we enjoyed it but when i think of just simply the metric of like excitement level for burnhouse lane coming out and excitement of like i cannot wait to continue whatever this travesty is and the just the like absolutely dialed in to whatever the fuck is around the corner in this next armakolski game for me was amazing like i it has a really intense like weight to it in my memory of like damn that like this is really something whereas like dredge was lovely it was lovely and it was amazing in so many ways. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to like put those in my mind, but I was so fucking excited for Burnhouse Lane and I think it delivered and then I, I think it also hurt me, but I think it also <laughs> delivered to me. I,
3: I think too, I quite want to piggyback because we just did this like that weird 2022, like looking back two years ago and the games that like stuck with us, right? Like really stood out. Like I would argue off this list, Burnhouse Lane is going to be with us for a very long time. <laughs> as a playthrough or as a as a game like we're gonna remember that game right and i we're gonna didn't look at play dredge, shots so sh- i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it is true i do Ugh. think it's fair to say like we should really dock at some points for that and like our Mikulski should learn yeah. from his no, mistakes I get it.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: okay so then i know we've had some, some conversation then can the elden ring seamless co-op mod be on here just got check it's okay nobody's right nobody's wrong can it maybe not it's amazing. But...
3: I um, would, it seems sad to me to just qualify it on like a technicality of like, sorry, you're not really a game. But at the same time, it's not really a game. I get it. <laughs> so I see and it this
0: is called best game. But I,
3: I don't want to cop out and like, and just get it out on a technicality because it makes our lives a little bit easier and like narrowing this really nice list down to five.
0: So l- let's think about it in this context. Okay, at one point in time, Counter-Strike was a mod. And people, for, in, those, in those years, people would consider it to be their game of the year. And eventually it came out. But did it need to come out? Do you know what I'm saying? Or is it the fact, like, it, it's... And I guess it's really the question is, is, is this mod its own thing? Or is it really just such a spiritually good evolution of Elden Ring? that we think it's elden ring and
2: elden ring was last year
3: i mean when you say is this mod its own thing the only answer to that question is no right like, it's not its own thing but it's also elden ring.
2: i named it elden ring 2 in my <laughs>
0: so Steam technically laundry. it
3: is the sequel <clears throat> we've all been waiting for it's right.
4: called elden ring
3: with friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel that i feel that like, like I'm sitting there going, you know, I, I think it's possible that the seamless co-op mod gets updated for the DLC, like pretty fast. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I, I don't it's know so. if it's possible. Yeah, it's possible because they, they, they connected the systems really elegantly. Like they just extended the scaling. They didn't like do the, so, so, so much custom stuff, but that's how it works so well.
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it, it kind of goes against their ideal of what that game is as a single player experience. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, I I think that like, to me, they're not going to add that in Mm -hmm. to the base game, but they might promote the mod Uh, on Twitter, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. I mean, that's what XCOM did with the long war mod. Right. You know, it's like, they didn't put that into the base game, but the developers talked about the mod, right. You know, on side channels and how great it is.
0: Yeah, I just mean, like, well, I guess what, sim- what I'm trying to say, like, fair, what I'm trying to say is is that, like, the the technical difficulty of implementing that mod. In other words, Elden Ring DLC is going to come out, and then on the first day, it's going to break that mod. And on the second day, are we going to get that mod? No, probably not in two days. Oh,
2: gotcha. But
0: I think it's going to come fast. And if, if, yeah. if that... Well, we would never know this. But if they told us, hey, like, you get to play this mod for the first time experience of the DLC, I would consider that shit. I love... Mm-hmm. Th- that would mm-hmm. rob me of my... of my, like, you know, first Purist, Elden yeah. Ring... Pu- purest Elden Ring experience that that I'll ever have. And um, if we had some excitement from some of our homies to do that shit, I think I would be there for it. Like, I think that would be something that I wouldn't regret. I cannot fucking believe that I would ever say that. Like... So Light. doesn't
4: that mean it needs to be in the top five?
0: I think it does. I can't, I never would and have imagined that that Dark Souls would have been this ever in a million years. It's also
3: our fucking list. Damn it, we can do whatever the <laughs> hell we want. Yeah. Like it yeah. it, it, it's, it would I think given like the year that we've had, and like how impactful that game was for us and for our extended yeah. friend group and for like everybody, you know, it yeah. kind of deserved to hang up there. Yeah. i was trying to think about it and be like okay if we cut this down and we said the list is you know the case of the golden idol stray cyberpunk soma and dredge are we sad about elden ring not being in that group And i think maybe we are
0: i think if you look back at our year i'm sad for it and i'm sad for halo
3: right, well yeah i mean that's, 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 <laughs> right. Man, we just gotta do one podcast on halo in 2024 and it can be in <laughs> yeah for 2024 game of the year we'll talk <laughs>
2: Uh, maybe we Right do just, before I, I we, we do the podcast for my game that I forgot what the name is. Yeah, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium.
3: Don't <laughs> no, no, no. Because if you can't remember the name of the game, we no. don't have to play it. No, because
2: you are to play it in good a way. liar and a rebel spy.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> And I am sneaky. Alright, listen, I think Elden Ring Seamless Co-op needs to be in the top five. Okay. That's the yeah. that's the yeah. judgment call I'm yeah. gonna give because of the value that I, I, I think all everyone has made really good arguments about why it should at least be acknowledged within the top five. Does it win? We'll talk about it later. But the point is we've got four games starred now. Yes, yes. Yeah. But... We have Burnhouse Lane, Soma, and Dredge, and three of all three of these are fighting for the last nomination, and I think so. we
3: can say goodbye to Burnhouse Lane now. I, I, I feel time. good about where it is. I don't think it should beat Soma or Dredge, right? Um, I
2: agree. Even though McCoy made an argument that it's above Dredge, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck that. Fair enough. No, I fair think enough. that. I think that. Like yes, like that's any game that R. Mikulski makes, I will be excited for. Not because I think it's a good game, but because <laughs> I love what we get out of it as a group, right yeah. mm-hmm. and and on the other hand, <laughs> the next game from the dredge, I will uh developers I will also be excited for because I think it's a great game. i, I think yeah. that it yeah, will yeah. be a great yeah. game that you I will love nice time playing. Time. Yeah. yeah yeah, 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 I know that that like I know that that game was such an enjoyable experience, such a value add to me as as a wind down experience, as a as like a calming like just really really fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like is it is is the story of that game like on the level of a Soma story? No. But is the experience of playing that game just fucking more fun? Yeah. Yes. And more enjoyable. Yeah.
0: It's like we we really are. It's like similar. We talked about this with Soma before. It's, it's like it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece of its tapestry. And yet yeah. James is not even close going to be more excited for the next <laughs> Team 17 or whatever the fuck these guys are called. Yeah. Game. yeah.
4: Black Salt Games.
3: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point yeah. too of like, okay, when the developers of Soma come out with their next game. If they do, I don't know what's happening in that studio. But like, if they come out with their next game, are we going to be enthused about playing that? Or are we going to look at that and be like, maybe we'll get Gabe to play it and we'll watch it. Or maybe watch a playthrough. Yeah. But does anybody really want to try to get through their next game? Even knowing that the narrative experience of that game is going to be amazing.
2: Okay. Go ahead. If, if this... So Soma was, I think, critically acclaimed and and a success, right? I think so. And yeah. then also, like Amnesia, was a massive success. Mm-hmm. A Machine for Pigs was a huge success.
4: Uh, I'm not sure about Machine for Pigs.
2: You're right. You're right. It was a <laughs> it was a success, not a huge success. You're right. right. I, I'm I'm just in in hyperbole speak. Um, I don't know of any other games that they've made. That might be it.
4: Well, also, Machine for Pigs was not done by the original studio. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well that kind of it was explains. done by
4: the people who did Dear Esther, actually, fun fact. Uh, wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> Zoe out here with the knowledge.
4: Yeah. 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 Our with Zoe. <laughs>
3: um
2: <clears throat> I think I will be excited to see what they do next. Yeah. But do I want to jump into that? No. I, that's what I think. Unless... I think it'll be a
3: genuine question whether like any of us as individuals play it
2: unless they have the guts to not be scary, Yeah. Mm -hmm. The strength to know that they like, I mean, based on the community response to Soma, Mm -hmm. I think that they can go into a game. Maybe, maybe they sidebar it, you know, like maybe they spin off a secondary studio to make the game. That's not scary or like whatever a pseudonym. Um, I think that they can do that now in the gaming ecosystem that we have mm-hmm. today. Like, I hope that they can do that now. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. Like, I I am excited for that. But I'm not, I'm not jumping out of my seat to play it.
4: Yeah, it's like I feel like I need to, like, wait for my YouTube algorithm to pick up, like, all these YouTube essays of, like, their next game. And then yeah. as soon as I see, like, a lot of them saying, like, Blank is a masterpiece, I'd right, be right. like maybe we need to like chalk it up and play a game like and, this yeah but but this is about soma
0: well okay let me, <laughs> can, I, can i ask this question okay because this is like the elements that are going on in my head and it's like a very confusing bit of detail to shade do you guys rate or value or think of the idea like what do you think of the fact that the soma episode was so much better than the Dredge episode. Nothing wrong with the Dredge episode, but that the Soma episode was like peak performance from us. Mm -hmm. And the game backed that.
3: But I think that's why the game is still on this list. It's because the episode was great because of the conversation that we could have about it, like given what that game gave us. Like what that game gave us was this super rich world, like the world building in that game and the narrative of that game and the questions that it raises, like get our make it so we could have a podcast like that. It's a little bit like cinema sacrifice in that way of like the subject matter of that is so rich and so deep and so in interesting that like we could talk about it in that way. Whereas that's just not what Dredge offered, but Dredge, to James's point, like did offer something really different. Like it offered like this really lovely game loop and a peaceful experience and a beautiful thing, which Soma didn't have. Like there, it's two very different games. Like who are we're looking at for the number five spot? Like totally different experiences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. We are we are literally. You're right. We're literally rating the Soma episode versus the dredge of the game
2: yeah wow. and i think i i mean this is game of the year it's not episode of the year right but the game But the game supports the episode yeah right? yeah yes.
0: and also like dredge doesn't really like lose points for having a more chill episode no it kind of does i don't know it's interesting it's like that that's i feel like the for me i think that's what's happening with dredge it's like i fucking loved the shit out of that when i was playing it but yeah. now i'm sitting here going like yeah it was all right and, and that's not mm. fair to it. It was way, way, way better than All Right. But yeah. I. But like in this specific like comparison, there's just something to be said for that SOMA episode was fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it was, you know, no one's mentioning the fucking dredge episode as their favorite episodes of the year. Um, I'm really shitting on this dredge episode. I mean, it was a good it episode. It was a good episode.
2: It wasn't even an average it episode. I but Elena wasn't, wasn't there. So Aww. that, I mean, we we That's docked incredible. some points for that. Aww.
4: But also, like, I, I do think, so, like, I, I also wonder how much of Dredge is kind of, like, Dredge was perfectly what we needed for the, again, it's like a perfect timing thing that mm-hmm. Dredge came about. It came right at the end of, like, us being scared out of our wits <laughs> with a game like Soma. Yeah. And it's also getting towards the holiday season, so there's starting to be the stresses of all that stuff. And then it's like, you just play this game where you're on a boat and you fish and like that honestly whittles it down to like the most like basic elements of the game but i do wonder how much of that kind of like shades some like you know shades Mm -hmm. some acclaim um the thing is dredge is an amazing game however and i will say this as someone who hated soma (laughs) Mm -hmm. listen i think soma needs to be above dredge i think it needs to be the top because i'm getting yeah
2: i'm getting convinced by by the The argument of McCoy by Zoe. I, I, I mm-hmm. hear that.
4: Yeah. I I, th- I think a game that surprising, even given all of the emotions that made us all feel like, I, I, I think Soma needs to be, I, I think it needs to crack into that, at least that top five spot.
3: I wonder too, I'm going to make an argument that I'm not sure if it's true. So this might not, but like, I, I almost want to say too, that I think Soma might be a more unusual experience to stumble across in gaming like i didn't play dredge but i i know i heard about dredge like everything that we heard about it before was like it's a game of the year contender for this past year for people for like the gaming industry at large um but soma strikes me as being one of those like very special unusual yeah. like once in kind of like not once in a generation but like once yes, in no, a it is once in a season kind it's of like, like it's like dark games bioshock or something out. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that yeah. they're just there aren't it's they don't usually come around like yeah you, but i i wonder if dredge is one of those games that's going to get shafted here just because partially because we play games from every year for this you know podcast but also like it's a really 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 good game and it's a really good game experience but it is not one of those like generational <laughs> talent type moments
0: yes but But then okay i yes and the question that needs to be answered which could be answered quickly depending on how people feel is that there's there's one game on our starred list that i think we could consider in this category as in about to be cut but maybe it makes it through and you know is dredge better than stray like stray to me is like i love it trust me but it feels like it's it's in this category we're talking about is that fair it's not fair it's fair
2: to me
3: like it's in like the four or five spots basically like you you're It's not, in the four or five it's six it's not spot. one of the one twos. like it's not yeah
0: but like six is off the list so it's like four
2: or five six spot
0: yeah feels mm.
3: like
2: interesting yeah
3: i mean i think that stray is better than soma
2: do you
0: and is it better than Dredge?
3: I think that Stray I uh, guess it's interesting because I just said I think like, like Soma is like a generational talent kind of game. And I, I think that that's true with the world building and like narrative of Soma. But at the same time, I think Stray is one of those games that's like it's such a total package. It's such it's I I mean I almost think that Stray is like a perfect video game. And I'm still gonna rank it lower than like the case of the golden idol but I, I stray is one of those games that is like kind of as near to flawless as i think of a video game that i mean something like kind of like last of us where like you play and you're like okay i think this might be like i have no compl- this is perfect stray has i mean the art and the uh, is in w- wild we talked about it with best visuals like the it's just stunning the whole way through like every little tiny piece of that game um the world building in it is the same to me. Like the world building is so complete and so total and so immersive and so cohesive. And then the narrative just goes with that. And it's it's narrative doesn't hit the same narrative heights as Soma does. And it but it's really fucking good. Like it's re it's a really, really good narrative that makes you want to keep playing that game. And like makes you feel something without words and without any like real concrete storytelling it's just to me that stray is such a total package that i would have a really hard time putting it under something like soma that has such obvious flaws or Dredge, which i didn't play so (laughs) that's
0: Anybody else feel about that? What do you think? You think Stray holds it? I mean,
2: James is saying, I don't know.
4: I think Stray holds it.
2: I think Stray holds it too, but it's close to yeah. me.
3: I think Soma and throws a wrench in it for us because Soma is so a game that we hated assess. and loved. Like, it's so yeah. hard, but it, it's like, does the, does, the, does the height of Soma put it above something like Dredge, which didn't have that, is a, a more consistent experience.
0: all i can say is that the case of the golden idol is just owning all those games how is it doing that how the fuck is it doing that but it's doing that and and that's in all of our hearts like that is just goddamn that's gonna get higher than we think i think it's gonna gonna, i think it might be game of the year to be totally honest which is insane
3: if you look at the art style of that game like there's cases for other i think there's cases for a lot of these games to go over it but i think i'm not sure they're gonna win it you know what I mean? Like, even Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. Like, I think there's a conversation there between them, yep. for it. sure. I hear it. But I'm not sure that Phantom Liberty comes out on top.
2: So now that we have six, should we go back and look at the top?
3: Sure, since we're stuck on the bottom, maybe right. we can find the top.
2: <laughs> right. Don't
0: sing anything. So Don't here's, sing a, it. here's
3: my hot take. Okay. okay.
0: Can we? Can I go to the bathroom? Is that your hot take? No. Oh my God. <laughs> well, sorry.
3: I'm <laughs> no, oh, sorry. No. no. Let her. Let her uh, say. Fuck. No, no, Hold, Let her say the hot take, well, and s- then we can do like a, like a. It's like a. It's like a jump cut or like a. You know, cliffhanger.
4: I think top one spot's going to be Phantom Liberty duking out with Golden Idol. I think so too. I don't even think that's a. That's not even that hot. is something I'm I waited. never thought I'd say in 2020. Yeah. By mm-hmm. the way, with, with Cyberpunk. Right. Um. I think there are yeah. really good arguments for both. Do we need to pause? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes, please. So yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you, Zoe. Dude, Thank James, you. by the way, this wine is fucking me
3: up. <laughs> <It's slow laughs> James is done with his. By the way, I looked over at one point. I was like, oh boy, it's about. I'm to not done. You're not done. Oh, no, you're gonna those have are dinner.
2: alcoholic raisins, right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> are we still recording? Because oh, so right. I realized I like why it's so
2: different from. Like other day, it's because it, it it like it mulled for an additional twenty four hours. At least one more day. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. one more day. So I'm like, man, it's so much. It's got so much more spice than. I thought you were going to days. say
3: it's different because you added like three times the aqua beef no, that you usually do. Not at all. <laughs> I will not say at all. like
0: it, I expected it to be so trash, but it's not so trash. It's
4: it's, it's really good. good. I just need yeah. to pace yeah. myself, and I'm oh, just sitting yeah. here and I'm like. You expected oh, no. this
2: oh, something God. to be trapped
3: really? No.
0: Yeah, because you, you, it, because the ingredient list was too long for me to think of like how mm. do you, how does artistry be created from so many ingredients? To be honest, it gotcha. doesn't
3: understand cooking is what yeah. he's trying to say. I
0: understand cooking sort of.
3: You're <laughs> like Legend of Zelda, where you're like you put two things on and so <laughs> it, 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 in it, in it. it Have
2: you ever, have you ever looked at like how to make like an any dish that you buy at an Indian restaurant? No it's like seventy thousand ingredients, and it's amazing, yeah,
0: no, I mean I love Indian food, but I just no it's just like it's like we we did an olive oil tasting earlier, right and it was like, ooh you know blood orange
2: <laughs> like like that yeah like, like I'm two just like flavors that. olive yeah. oil and orange zest and I was like, let's mm-hmm. put this
0: shit on an ice cream and like let's combo those and like see how that goes down yeah, and then this is like. This was like longer than Elena's grocery lists.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> like it, we it, had to get a lot of things. It for was this. like
2: so. Anyways. And then I forgot one of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's okay. It's delightful, and we have now blueballed our listeners because we said we were going to break with the cliffhanger. Oh, and now I thought we had stopped recording. No, 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 we never stopped recording here. No, no, no.
2: I apologize. <laughs> I touched my microphone and shit. Like I thought. We were
0: <laughs> the rest of us have just been made.
2: Then again, the the fucking, I like, I did like like slam that because it's liquid and i just we haven't had our so um, i'm gonna not- be to really us. drunk yeah. yeah we need soon.
0: not just to protect ourselves i'm telling you it's the only way to survive <laughs> all right it's all the right. only fucking way but it's okay we're narrowing in on this shit but please let me narrow in on the bathroom upstairs so i
2: can be far enough where people all <laughs> right thank you very much thank you for coming to my ted talk yeah <laughs> Listeners don't know that.
0: Dun, all right. dun, 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 du, dah,
3: so Elden Ring, Seamless Co-op, Game of the Year 2023.
0: <laughs> Honestly, maybe. We just, <laughs> just, let's
4: just end it right there. Done. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, my I think there's a really interesting comment. Maybe we will return to Soma Dredge, maybe. Or maybe mm-hmm. we just have the answer. But I, I don't know if we do. But I'd like to sort of circle around to sort of the top of the list. Because I... I do just want to mention, like, like this is where the case of the Golden Idol has fucking pulled out its massive 12-inch Alistair count. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, That's no. That's a great image. Please Google that. Or don't. Oh, uh, no. Google that. Uh, Command shift and... No. <laughs> but anyways, not important. But the point is... Oh, God. No, but the point that I'm trying to make is that it doesn't win so many of these categories, right? It gets shafted.
3: Right. Steady. What doesn't it get shafted. It's just patient. It's been patient.
0: I was getting shafted. But, mm-hmm. but, 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 wow. Yeah. This game came out of nowhere and literally sat us the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Did it not? I mean, it's yeah. so goddamn good. So like, that's, yeah.
3: It's w- going to be one, so two, hard. Two? Because, okay, if we think that Phantom Liberty is kind of in the same conversation, that's another case of two I mean, you could not be more different. Like, two mm-hmm. wildly different games and gaming experiences that we yeah. need to figure out which one we think is better. Mm-hmm. And that is a task that...
4: I, that they has, are so different. Yeah. And yet they are so very much alike in some ways. Yeah. Like, you think about it. Okay. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, I'm thinking I, about, I it. Can't can't think about it. I don't any know anything. if I got it. <laughs> I can't yeah, think, think of anywhere. way. Right, right. right. so, so here's my thing. So, like, the, the Phantom <laughs> Liberty DLC itself with cyberpunk i think we we applauded just how much like i guess how much better the story was uh presented because it was it was in this contained environment of a dlc but it's got it's got everything it's got Political intrigue with you saving the president. It's got this mysterious Asian girl of Songbird who's like, you know, will she, won't she? Like, is she going to betray you? She's I love like how reading. mysterious
0: Asian girl gets top two in things you need in a video game. <laughs> but, I mean. but, but
4: there's some mystery with that. Yeah. There's there's like this kind of like underground ring that's happening around you with Dogtown and it being like the black market but also you've got this pyramid nightclub with mr hands who's this really interesting kind of like mob boss sort of guy you're doing heists you're doing you're you're in a party you've got casinos and gambling and all this intrigue it's like james bond all of a sudden which i love that shit so much sure um but then it's also got emotion and feeling and it's got betrayal and it's got love and it's got friendship and it's got you know what will you do to you know what will you sacrifice you know in the name of duty kind of thing thing is golden idol kind of also has those themes in some way. Some shape or form. It's got political I, intrigue. It's got romance. It's, it's got, got Asian girls. It's
2: got God <laughs> <Asian girls. Yeah, laughs> damn it. But it's got
4: mystery and it's got intrigue. And here's the thing. Golden Idol, given what it has, made a phenomenal story out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going half of the time. I get with it. My no, I get thing. it. But, like, the thing is, Left. I think Golden <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Woo, boo. <laughs> <whoop, whoop.
0: Harlow. laughs> <laughs> um, no, is it fair? But, 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 okay. Yes, yes. And you're just, I think, continuing to articulate that the case of the Golden Idol and Cyberpunk are doing this insane battle. But my question is if we've let Elden Ring on here, does it does I think it gets third. Woo.
4: <laughs> I think it's smack in third place. Woo. I can feel
3: okay with that. I, I think, I think that makes sense. Um, I had a point. Oh, okay. I just want to clarify. Are we considering cyberpunk the 2.0 like all of cyberpunk together for this or are we teasing out phantom liberty
0: no it's phantom like, liberty plus the mechanical and gameplay changes that they updated to the system aka builds and stuff that they added skill trees etc but it is not the story from the original and then that's i think good it loses bad.
3: to the case of the golden idol wow because cyberpunk as a whole game like okay phantom the phantom liberty dlc was a better game on if they had just released just that that would have been a great game but they didn't they released cyberpunk the whole thing and you can't if we're considering the whole the true whole package we're not oh
0: no no it's like i think you're making the case the opposite way no 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 because like because uh we're not considering the base game
3: great okay i think phantom liberty is great (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> same dude same i think we all do no listen i think i think the real specter here that's hanging over all of our heads is the fact that we love and were inf- affected so much by by gabe being affected by cyberpunk it, mm. it I mean, literally yeah. primed us to have such an incredibly powerful experience and we did mm-hmm. i don't know but, but zoe but, sat
3: there and stared at a wall for like three hours afterwards uh, she I was primed
0: I'm not saying it would never happen. I'm not. It's not what I mean to say, it, but I just simply mean to say that, like,
4: I, I even think though without Gabe's like input mm-hmm. to it though, because the thing is, the the base game Cyberpunk, I I actually really liked that story, right. and I had right. a very like the ending I chose was very affecting, um, Played and times. so much so where yeah I was ready to do a second playthrough, and I was like just as affected as before. I think if anything, I was just i was just taken aback with how hard the story hit home just in terms just in terms of like inner turmoil that a person can feel in term, like i i just thought the characters of cyberpunk were so beautifully written where there was no right or wrong side to anything it's not like by betraying reed and going with songbird you were doing the quote-unquote like good ending Mm -hmm. to that dlc like it felt good in some ways you got songbird to the moon perhaps if you wanted to but in other ways it felt really kind of shitty with how you just kind of do do reed like that and he like is disappointed in you um and then on the on the on the same you know on the flip side of the coin like betraying songbird and going with reed like that feels bad but then but there's still just some figments of like you can I don't know, it's like, I love, I felt so conflicted, that entire DLC, and I, eventually, when you realize, like, there is no winner, like, everything's just fucked and then yeah. i'm just staring mm-hmm. at a wall and sure. i'm like sure there is no winner everything's just no. fucked like wow and then
0: gabe's like so this is the best representation of reality that you've ever seen <laughs> and you're like damn dude well and,
4: and i think like you know not to call him out but like there's a reason why gabe talked to his therapist <laughs> for this entire therapy session about it. i think he said that on the podcast mm-hmm. if yeah, not so. we, we can timestamp stamp it and cut it out no but, we like, can there, no <laughs>
2: there's
4: a there's a reason why Absolutely. why that happened and like honestly i was feeling very similar to that where it's just like this is just all about the nuances of being a human and like yeah no matter what you do like you'll get you'll feel rewarded in some aspects and shafted in other aspects and i don't know like i found it to just be a very beautiful human story despite a cyberpunk futuristic world that felt so strange and foreign when you first step into it, that there's still this kind of underlying humanity to it that felt so relatable. Um, Even even down to the new ending to the, you know, if you go the DLC route of, like, losing all of your cyberware and becoming, quote-unquote, like, normal in a world of cybernetics. Like, that ending was gut punch for me of just like wow like that this is this is what it means like it's like just kind of like this is the cost of living but it. i don't know it was like it was it was just very affecting i remember
0: well it's like so much of cyberpunk is about like these dudes you see on the street who are just on some brain dance shit just like seizing in the back because they're they're fighting some amazing war they're having some sex with crazy whore which rhymes thank you you're welcome um (laughs) but like The the end of that that they added, which is devastating and horrible and almost like the SOMA conversation of like, did you enjoy that? Is like the drug come down of the entire cyberpunk game. And you just realize like how intensely they've like put you on the crack of like cyberware and like superpower fantasy and just all that shit. And so when you become normal, it's like it's it's just a horrifying come down. It's Mm -hmm. horrifying. And it sort of puts into perspective where you were, the Mm -hmm. position you were.
3: Yeah, I mean, I agree with Zoe that I think Cyberpunk, the Phantom Liberty, does have just really masterful writing, especially of the the multiple endings. Like, I am not a person who usually plays multiple endings in games. Like, it's not something that I ever feel like I need to do. I make my choices, I play my ending, and, like, that's my ending. Um, And, like, even, like, with the original Cyberpunk, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I played one ending. It was fine. It was not my, whatever, it was fine. Um, and I was done. And I think that this Phantom Liberty is maybe one of the first games that I've ever played where I really felt like I needed to play multiple endings. And the way that they wrote them to all be, like, revealing in different ways and disappointing in different ways. And, like, just, they, it was really, like, kind of a masterclass in how to write a story, where there is no right answer there are no good endings like everything is kind of like fucked up in its own ways it's just it's it's not cyberpunk is not real but it you know in that way it is so the those i think are really really well done i think where cyberpunk cyberpunk starts to fall apart for me is still in the open worldy pieces right Um, and I think we talked about it previously in this, even in this game of the year, but like when I think about Phantom Liberty, what I am thinking about is the base story, like the story that you just walk through. And I think for me, I mainline that story as much as possible, but they do still provide you with some, you know, side quests, some of which are really good in that DLC, but just like the base game, some of which are kind of more meh or more just there and they do still provide you with, like, ooh, there's this, like, red beacon of, like, a thing that has fallen from the sky, and you can go kill a bunch of people. And to me, that is where I think Cyberpunk, like, loses its shine. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, it's really nitpicky, because I'm no, trying no. to figure out which one I think goes over it. It's, like, no, Golden I- Idol or Cyberpunk, but I feel like if we're trying to find a place where it starts to fall apart, that's where it happens.
0: I mean, dude, like, I so agree with this. Like, like, it on playing cyberpunk i was like almost overtaken by the jankiness that still existed in the overall game and then i'm reading articles like we're switching engines like even after fixing all this shit we're gone this shit is fucked and then in time that all fades away and then the story like gets to have all of its like holes of gameplay Mm -hmm. that were jank plugged it's not like it's on it's not like it's you know all the time and it's it's crazy but it's just when you look at Stray and you look at Cyberpunk and you play both back to back, you cannot tell me that Cyberpunk was as clean as Stray. Right. You cannot tell me that. No. Mm-hmm. But it was also incredibly impactful too. And
3: yeah, I mean, this is so much thing again of like, what are we going to remember from these games? We're going to remember the story of Phantom Liberty and the, like, the masterclass that writing is. Mm-hmm. But if we're trying to make a ranked list. And we need to figure out who wins. Golden Idol to me didn't have that. There was mm-hmm. one puzzle, I will, that one puzzle of Golden mm-hmm. Idol, the, I think it's the last one, right? Of, of, the, of base the base game. game. Yeah. But but it fell apart I... a little bit.
0: That's right. Uh, at least.
3: But otherwise, oh, it's towards the end. The yeah. last one. Yeah, just that
0: last one. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Which, like, okay, but.
3: But otherwise, that game. Right. Is, yeah, really complete.
0: But the heights, though, are, like, Cyberpunk's heights are, like, like existential level and whereas like golden isles heights are like really wonderful in the exactly fit into your life way you need it to be whereas like cyberpunk is like send you into fucking the next mental headspace you know what i mean yeah i do yeah it's hard to
4: yeah I don't know, like, at the, it's just different levels of high, I think, like, I I still remember vividly, like, in the base game of the Golden Isle, though, like, once I made the connection that Albert Cloudsley, like, was this guy, Mm -hmm. like, this young guy that was in all the previous chapters, that aha moment, and, like, paging through all of the prior scenes and seeing the story unfold with that aha moment in my head and realizing, oh my God, this has been in front of us this entire time mm-hmm. and I had no idea. Like, that was mind-blowing for me. Mind-blowing in the sense that, like, I didn't... I-, I do think I give art, like, too much credibility in games, but it's like, I saw that and then I was like, a game this like with Luckily. this janky yeah, art did this. like, And I'm just <laughs> yeah. like no i just remember being floored like but that's all of us i i think honestly i think golden idol has the most cohesive package for what it presents itself to be and what it ends up doing with its story and its clues and like just in the mechanics in general like to me i feel like it's a no-brainer that it should be number one on our list
0: when you say the phrase the golden idol was the best game we played last year and i don't really think it through i just feel it out i go well that seems possible honestly i don't know i don't know if it's the right answer or the wrong answer but i'm just saying like that does not immediately strike me as wrong because we're the motherfuckers that when i used to troll game of the year uh like like breakdowns and wrap-ups because i'd listen to the giant bomb one through and through all the fucking 15 hours of it and then i'd look at everybody else's printed list and I would sit there and I go, these people fucking suck. What is this trash game? What is this trash game? No, that shit is that number three. No way. But what these people were trying to do is signal like what type of house they were. For them, this is what they cared about. And I think there's there's a serious case for like we are case of the golden idol house. <laughs> like we are. <laughs> but we're
3: also a fandom liberty house. You know, no like doubt. I think that this and we're also an eldering seamless. Like I think that this list does this year like really represent us as gamers and like what really gets us going because it's got like the case of the golden idol to me is one of my favorite games we've played this year because it just gets you it gets your brain like in it and thinking and working yeah. in such a spectacular way and it pays and you off for that
0: kind of rare yeah, well does. yeah very
3: i mean i think very rare i think that's the episode where i trashed Diablo. but um, <laughs> oh
0: the the episode <laughs> I, <laughs> I understand don't, well,
3: the main one but like it rewards you for that i think sometimes too with the games that we play like we go like you go to have that kind of like you go to try and like get really into it or like solve the puzzles or like i mean some of the cat lady games are famous for that like you're trying to solve the puzzle and the puzzle has no logical answer like you get essentially like smacked down for trying to think of it like that whereas like the case
4: pawn rook
3: yeah <laughs> yes. that's a great example and so it's always like it's not a puzzle
0: it's just oh, it's just a
1: list
3: yeah yeah but like the case of the golden idol rewards the player so much and it doesn't let you down like when you are trying to figure something out and you logically think through it and you think you've got it you've probably got it mm-hmm. and i think that that in a puzzle game Amazing. is also so impressive because it's yeah. so hard to do in a way where like it hits everybody yeah um
0: or that it's not too obvious like it's like yeah. i kept waiting for the red herring but there wasn't a red herring it was actually just trust your instincts right and move forward and it's still gonna be hard mm-hmm. it wasn't like trust your instincts and now it's all solved it was trust your instincts mm-hmm. people kept telling me i mean the mother i i cannot believe how many people said things like yeah, man, this thing is actually sort of, like, signali- you know, signaling that this thing is true. Like, it was, like, so many examples of, like, people being like, I noticed this, and it led me to think of this. And then later, two chapters, that was true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Astonishing. Yeah. yeah. Astonishing. Like, like, I don't think I truly... Sometimes I'd like to think about how I would have made the game, like, if I was in the designer's role. And I, I'm just not that deep, I don't mm-hmm. think, as a person. Mm. This game was deep as fuck. Yeah. with that stuff but it's the way you were talking about in the sense of it wasn't cheap tricks it was like earned clues and deductions and tapestry that connected and like it just this kind of soma it just like, works it made you it feel just... like you
4: were it just... outsmarting <clears throat> like it, it did give you the feeling though that you're outsmarting <clears throat> the game almost yeah. in some sort of way where you're just like i'm on to your tricks but the game's like yeah like you good. finally caught on good like this is how we want you to feel Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, I, I just remember that feeling extremely rewarding playing that yeah. game of just being like this guy's eyes look bloodshot and then this page of this book says that this sort of plant gives you bloodshot eyes and gives you memory loss so like anything he says shouldn't be trusted and then it's like that ends up being like a main factor of that puzzle and I just I I've, I was like damn i'm a fucking genius yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. to be fair every tiny thing in that game like mattered and was right like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like every every time you looked at something you went like that's your shell is blue or like uh, just every little thing that you looked at in that crazy ass art style was a thing that you could use in the game yeah and that too there were no accidental red herrings yeah it's just i mean that's so impressive
0: yeah and and i would just say like we might have felt like sick like we're fucking geniuses but i actually think like this is like the the dream for us like this is what we're this is actually what we're built to do we're not built to click on people in valor and i'll tell you that <laughs> we try but like th- this this like this i saw skill sets out of all of you guys that mm. i was stunned to see mm. and it's like i know we joke like i suck at puzzle games or whatever but i don't suck like you guys are hella good <laughs> like all of you in your own way and, and i think it came out when we would come together and talk about how we solved it and it was like someone went hard left someone well i guess that's right but someone hard right someone hard left someone went through the middle and i like understood some of those things and i was part of one of those past but the point is that like all of those were really ingenious ways of putting this tapestry together before mm-hmm. it makes to me the end. think
4: that if we all played it as a group we would have just like <laughs> like just, distro- <laughs> just Yeah. Destroyed. no 100% yeah. <laughs>
0: yes and i think that would have been
2: really joyous too yeah yeah, yeah but possibly less rewarding at an individual level. Yeah, cuz yeah. I
3: think that some of the struggle is necessary to make you feel rewarded in doing yeah. it. Like if it's mm-hmm. too yeah. easy you just, like if we just walk through it and like yeah. we're each randomly getting a puzzle and putting it together, it wouldn't feel as good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when it, okay, Elena's sister comes up to me and says, "Should I play Cyberpunk 2077?" And I is it good now? And I say, "Yeah. It, it mostly yeah it's mostly Mm -hmm. good and she goes well the dlc though if i just go straight to the dlc is that good yeah yeah it's really good it's it's no it's amazing it's it's incredible are you prepared for that level of devastation Mm -hmm. and then she goes well yeah absolutely i am and then i recommend it to her and i get anxious why do i get anxious because i'm not exactly sure what her experience exactly is going to be she might just end up doing Delamain car quests for like way too long and then sit there and go this was cool but and it's not and that's just an open world problem i don't want to like blame cyberpunk for it but i can just tell you i am not nervous about a golden idol recommendation to anyone
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Anyone. at all Mm -hmm. it's regardless of level
2: of like game literacy no like this game doesn't worry about game literacy no
3: no, you don't have to be game literate at all. You have to be, yeah. able, like, literate. You have to be able to read You have it. to be literate. Yeah, you, you have to be, be able to, like, click on And that's yes. why it was awkward
0: for her girlfriend, right? All of a sudden like, uh, like, you know what I mean? For...
3: Oh, because she doesn't speak English.
0: Yeah, Let's she not speak say English. that not like... she's
4: not literate. No, she's not
0: literate in, in English, okay, which it is.
3: Again.
2: I guess they could do it in Spanish, question mark? But, I
0: don't think it's translated. Okay.
4: I, I do think they're trying to do well, that's translations, cool.
2: yeah. That's kind of that's like making an entirely new. Like that's. Yeah, they, they did. They yeah. did say that yeah. the
4: reason that they're like struggling with localization is because of like a lot of those puzzles are very wording specific, yeah, and that's the struggle they're coming up with right now. So they're they're consulting a lot of language experts at the moment to try mm. and figure mm. it out.
2: And that's really cool. Yeah. Like that game in a lot of different languages. Very cool. Crazy yeah. impressive.
0: I just like I love Cyberpunk. Trust me, but like golden idol oh man it just i was magic i don't I also know
3: just i i like i kind of want to give it to golden idol too on like an emotional level of just like <laughs> yeah it's some tiny and it's like two guys right i mean it's some tiny indie studio yeah. doing a really unusual genre of games like it it's really we've I mean, we played oba Din like th- four years ago and we've been waiting and waiting and trying to find like we haven't found anything like that since then it's not a popular genre. It's not a, it's a hard to make genre. And it's just like a couple of dudes just pumping out these incredible games over there. And they, no one really, not many people know about them either. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I mean, we kind of gave CD project Red their shout out earlier, we talked about like how amazing it is. That, that studio has bounced back the way that they have and like really did it the right way and fixed so many things and admitted their mistakes, but it, Emote, it feels like kind of spiritually nice to me to be like case of the golden idol is just this wildly incredible game that sits at the top of our list
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's it's the top or it's very goddamn close and it fits us and it i i'm proud to wear it to be honest it feels like that hipster shit that i'm on that nobody else that is indie
4: on. bullshit that, that I, I don't know. like Did <laughs> yes. yeah, i change the podcast
0: description this year who could know um <laughs> Ooh. I,
4: I think it... I Honestly, I think Case of the Golden Idol needs to be number one for us.
0: I'm down to give it. I'm down to give it.
4: All right, let's give it.
0: So then, let me say this out loud. Okay, this would be my list. All right? Okay. okay. It'd be Case of the Golden Idol 1. It would be Elden Ring Seamless Co-op 2. Ooh, God. Um, I'm choking. Would it be straight three... For me, it will be stray three, mm. Cyberpunk four, Dredge five.
4: And Soma's just complaining. Wow, off. and Soma gets I, off? I I I
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> like someone has to die. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? Interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. but uh, but I could hear some other things, but the thing is I I really loved Soma. And I think I might have loved Soma more than everyone else here, to be honest. I really loved it, and I I tolerated the pain because the, it has a really, like, old-school video game feel, which I really love, that it's, like, it feels like it's, um, it felt like Beginner's Guide. Mm. That's what it felt like to me, yeah. where it's, like, we have one free-to-use light post as- asset. And that is going to be the thing you cry at at the end because I'm that fucking good. Mm -hmm. And it was that fucking, I mean, it was like that. And uh, I loved it so, 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 so much. I just think I've been a little swayed by the idea of like, we loved dredge. It was good for us and we want the next one. And it feels like dredge is vanilla, honey, lavender. And we just want that delightful flavor profile again. And we'd go back, God damn the calories, right? versus soma it's like I, I just think it's like i don't see us ordering it at the ice cream shop again i, I don't know how to describe that it's like but
4: we're gonna eat it because it's put in front of us on our plate
3: and
0: because people tell us it's amazing and then we're gonna that's
4: love it ri- i don't
3: think that's right
0: well goddamn damn god damn. But, uh,
3: <laughs> I just McCoy like playing someone with you like you spent at least the first half of that game being like I oh we just need to play more games like this like I just I love like you you mm-hmm. love that game so much you're like I want to play more games like this like why can't we just play games like this no. all the time like Maybe look you're at right. the look at the atmosphere look at the light look at the and like the story that just kind of like walked you through and you're like why are we not playing more walking simulators like
0: no it's true and, and then James said no, such not... phrases as. In this game, you play as a moth.
3: <laughs> yeah, but because you go towards the the Also, I don't think that Soma is like an eat your broccoli moment in gaming. No, it's not. I it's not. not. Like I think that we are gonna want another Soma, not right now, but like, kind of like we're gonna want another Phantom Liberty, and just like we wanted to, you know, like back in the day when we played games like To the Moon that hurt us, and we went back later being like, I wonder if the next one will hurt us just as much. I did. Like we do want those experiences. I'm not arguing that I, I can I can amazing. live if Soma comes off this list I can because I didn't you know I didn't play and I can't speak for it and that's it's I'm very proud that it's the only game on this list that I did not play Congratulations. but I can live with it but I don't think we can I don't want you to do it dirty on the way out
0: no I think I, I'm rather like with that choice it isn't as much my personal list as much as I felt like well, what we were we were going to and I could be wrong for my personal list it's uh soma was it was amazing it was like like dark superman or something it's like i love light superman he's the one i always root for he's the one i hope to be but dark superman is powerful he's very powerful and you should never underestimate him and in fact you should respect him and you should worship him because he's he can teach you things about how to be you know it's like that and then you take it from superman you take it into star wars and it's like you know the dark side it'll teach you stuff you could rule the universe and it's like and as a kid you're like no like withstand like stay with the light but like the truth is like no the dark stuff can teach you stuff like the dark <laughs> magic is powerful same with harry potter same with everything and i feel like this is like dark magic almost it's like it's too scary you don't want it you don't want to go in there but if you can like i the intentionality in soma was unfucking believable yeah like they just step after step after step through that game was just deeper and deeper and deeper into their world and i just felt like i i personally wasn't strong enough not just from a scary standpoint but from a focus standpoint and i was working really hard this year on my focus but i just mean like it was like that game demanded my attention yeah mm-hmm. like you reminded me of this elena and i know that's like that's why we hated it because when if you would give it the attention it deserves it hurts you deeply mm-hmm.
3: it's like the it's like the opposite of the golden idol where when you like give it your brain it rewards you yeah right it, yeah
0: and there's a reason why i get golden idol trounces that <laughs> 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 but no you're right like i i just can we do six like i just i don't want to cut any no, of we these can't do it's six. like we if are this not... is brutal like
4: no. we need to cut something i think
3: But can we talk about the fact that he put Elden Ring Seamless Co-op second? Yeah. Over Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty.
4: Well, both that and Stray. And Stray.
0: Stray is a masterpiece, but the, the edges of Elden Ring were more fun to run my fingers over. You know what I mean? Stray was flawless and smooth and beautiful, but...
4: He's caressing the air very weird. Right as <laughs> saying yes. Am I drunk yes. off my ass? What's happening? Yes, um, yes you are. Because
3: um, the metaphor... You can tell because yeah, the, the metaphors, metaphors are like... It's like one new metaphor per sentence right now. Per it's true. It's That's true. when you know it's really hidden. They just <laughs> they <totally, totally laughs> not quite clinked
4: because they are... Getting certain. drunk.
0: James, is good. Thank you very much. I'm um, very glad.
4: So, I mean, like, are you saying that Phantom Liberty just did not hurt you as emotionally?
0: It did. the The problem with with Phantom Liberty was that it had like a smokescreen effect of of there was still too much cyberpunk in the game yeah. for me to 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 fully interface with it.
4: And you mean that in terms of bug? Like, so what do you what do you mean by just too much cyberpunk? <laughs>
0: hmm. I mean, like um like like characters not executing their dialogue at the right timing because of the engine
4: oh interesting
0: like or like like people phasing through stuff or even just inventory management period or side quests that are totally different or
4: and this is within the dlc right within
0: the dlc i don't know it's like it might literally come down to the fact that like i'm not an open world gamer at heart mm-hmm. like firewatch to me is tighter mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah but i know I, I mean it, it might be a personal problem too like i think i struggled to interface with cyberpunk like for example watching you play was better than watching me play And that was like a lesson I had to learn in myself. And I had to really analyze like, why the fuck can I not interface on the same level? Why am I, why is it not as smooth and as like cinematic when I play it? Like, Mm. why am I too focused on the wrong part of the system? Why am I optimizing my build and my items and grabbing everything and killing everybody more than the flow of the story? Mm. And so that might be a personal problem to be honest. But I just look at some of these other games and I realize that, like, there was no room for me to fuck it up. And that's a really embarrassing and sad place <laughs> to come to is that I fucked it up and then I just couldn't control it. But but, I don't know the answer, mm-hmm. but the details are, like I said, watching you play was way better than watching me play. And it, like, it made me want to just, like, uninstall and just watch. Like, I I couldn't hold a candle to that level of, like, smoothness and, like, attention to the story because there was just, as the player there was like too much in my way. There was too much game almost. Interesting. And so that's just sadly like my, my experience with it. And I was really thankful to have Gabe watch me and stuff like that. Um, cause he could help me like, I think like get, get through it. But I, I could feel like I needed to get to the level of the game, but it was difficult to actually do. Not to mention I had some really hilarious glitches. Like what, what are the fuck? We, that, see we see you just like <laughs> fucking sending, um, I don't know it's really interesting because like Gabe's experience for the game it clearly shook him on the level of like a generational talent same with you at least Mm -hmm. um
4: and I think the reason why like it I also I also feel like I'm just very like I'm holding it very closely in terms of like my own personal ranking I think it's because I I don't like open world games all that much mm -hmm. like I don't choose to play them all that much and so it's just really shocking when i come across a game like like first of all i was like oh well maybe it's because i actually like open world games now but then i play something like like fallout 3 and it's a good game but i'm not as emotionally invested in it as i was before like with cyberpunk like it was honestly the first kind of like ip or like just the first franchise where i'm just like wanting to like explore the world a little bit more and actually like spend copious amounts of hours like within it and exploring um not to mention that the like yeah just like the I don't know the cinematics and the way they allow you to like even just like c- control your character within a cut scene kind of like played to that like soft rp part of my brain um I think that's why like I typically like like to me it's like a easy number two for me but like I feel like maybe as a podcast, maybe it's not a number two. I have an
1: well, argument we'll to make. Okay. Oh, just, okay. Okay.
4: Okay. Do you need to go to the
3: bathroom if that was happening? Soon. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> argument? I, I I was just very quickly, I was just gonna say that like I um I think it's a direct result of my sensitivity to like smoothness of games. Like like if you guys come here, you'll be like Like, I haven't even fucking told you about some fucking power conditioner that I plugged my computer into, which improved the smoothness of my FPS. But I swear to God, it's insane. And once you see it, it will blow your fucking mind. But the downside of that sensitivity is that Stray is so smooth that I can allow myself to come out of my shell and RP it properly. And Cyberpunk was a little too rough for me to do that. Hmm. And I wish I could have because clearly the people who were able to do it got so much value out of it so much but i think there's just something about it there was too much game there was too much jankiness There was too much optimizing there was too much i'm not sure i'm not sure but i i can clearly feel that in myself mm. what are we gonna say Elena? okay
3: i'm ready okay <clears throat> um wait, so you guys both just made somewhat um i'm gonna say somewhat similar points uh, but you both talked about open world games right And McCoy was talking about how um, he's not an open world gamer at heart and how Cyberpunk, you know, kind of didn't work for him because of that. And so you were saying that you don't like open world games and that Cyberpunk was amazing because you didn't like them. And you were saying that it's like, you know, it was your first franchise where you really loved the open world. But I would like to argue that it is a second franchise and that there's actually another one on this list because there are two open world games still on here. And one of them is Elderman's Seamless (laughs) Co op. (laughs) And I would like to argue that mccoy you are not an Elden, uh, a open world gamer at heart according to you yet you loved elden ring and zoe you don't like el- el- op- hold up you don't like open world games at all and yet we all logged a shit ton of hours in the elden ring seamless co-op and so maybe that is a thing
4: that we <laughs> no it is <laughs> no i think that's a i think that's a it's fair, a fair argument.
0: point yeah because i i logic there are Cyberpunk, to me, was similar to Soma in that, well, like, two aspects. One, there was some level of, of layer that was hard to interface with. But also, it was like, people were all telling me this is an amazing experience, and it absolutely was. And once I went out and grabbed it, and I did my very best, stuck my hand through the bramble bush, got it. It was amazing. But Elden Ring was for me, personally, as a human being, not as a critic, but as a human being, one million times more fun. Like, I, I literally think, I, I think, to me, Elden Ring was the most fun ever. Ever. Like, like when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and I was playing fucking Halo, and I was playing with my, my friends, and we were playing custom maps. And, and, and then later, when I was playing Dark Souls, like, my like, dream is to, like, play Dark Souls with all my friends. That's, like, my dream. But I just didn't know it was my dream until I played this fucking mod. And then my dream just materialized in front of me. And then it's like, yes, it's true. This other thing is very poignant in life. But what's more poignant in life is my dream materializing in front of me. To me. So that's just my case for it. It doesn't have to be number one for all of us. But just, oh my god. Like, guys. Like, if I could rewind you. And I wish we'd been clipping. Should have been clipping. But... If I, if I could rewind you to some of the hype moments in Elden Ring and then just say, press this button and we're playing more right now. It's like, we're smacking that button so fucking fast. I think. I mean, mm-hmm. if.
3: Yeah. I think also that James didn't get to finish Phantom Liberty with us. And we should see what he thinks goes second.
2: Interesting. I've been I've been really listening to you guys talk about uh, mm-hmm. uh Cyberpunk and um Sorry to hear that. <clears throat> It's really hard for me to pick a second out of these. Yeah. Like Cyberpunk can't be my game of the year because right. I didn't I didn't finish it. Like life came in the way. Yeah, it's and, like um, me and Dredge this year. Yeah. Um So for me my 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 five would be like case of the golden idol is one like yes um and then honestly i think i think two might be dredge oh, No shit oh shit get fucked get fucked and then three is elden ring four Jake's is stray
0: that. and five is soma okay Wow. James saying that is like at least one more hour of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like straight up. Um, I see that. Okay.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I know that we're like, maybe not supposed to do this, but wait, can we all just do, like you would yeah. go yeah. golden idol
4: dredge, elden ring, stray Soma. So mm-hmm. Zoe liberties out of that. Yeah. I'm going golden idol, phantom liberty, elden ring, then probably stray dredge. McCoy, you
3: said, golden idol elden ring
0: well it's like are we asking me personally are we asking my uh, my current assessment of where we are because Personal. i personally am moving towards the current assessment of where we are so it's like that's a strange co- sense to say but like i i see a lot of like case of the golden idol um cyberpunk elden ring uh stray
4: Droma. <laughs> uh, I, I,
0: I also, you know, Gabe isn't here to fight for Cyberpunk, but I think his spirit is here, rest in peace. Um, and ah, <laughs> goddamn motherfucker, it's um, <laughs> is like, I, I think he's fighting for Cyberpunk right now in my mind, spiritually, and I think he's making a good case. I wish he would quiet down a little bit. And if he'd stop sending K-pop, that'd be great. But (laughs) like, you know, there's something to be said for that too. And that, like this hit that guy really hard in a beautiful way, in a beautiful way. And that to me is like, I personally didn't get to that level, but you know, that means a lot to me, I guess that it affected him in that way. Hmm. I don't know if we're sitting here adding him to this shit, but to me in my head, it's inseparable.
4: I think another thing of what it is for me at the very least is I love games that get us into and and I like this is why like Soma is so weird for me because I didn't like that game but I loved the conversation that came out with it. The thing with Phantom Liberty is it was like kind of one of like it was one of those games where I loved the narrative of it and the episode also expressed that love of the narrative Mm -hmm. True. given that we did like three episodes of it all of which were, like, up to three hours long yeah. or something and like that. And they were really good. Right. Mm, yeah. And I just... Like, that alone, having that, those kind of conversations are very special to me. But then it's, like, to also have, like... To have a game that affected me so much but then also spark that conversation alongside. Like, it's not just me gushing to you guys and you guys going, like, shrugging, being, like, cool or something. Like, it, it all got us, like... It all got us into the recording channel and all got us like thinking about it. I just remember like after playing that game, I was like going for weeks of just like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk about this game. I can't wait to talk about it. And like for a game to like, it's not that I don't do that with every game, but like it was the one that I was like really, really looking forward to podcasting about.
0: It is okay. This is a really strange thing to say, but to add on to what you're just saying, like we also just unironically hard through the scheduling of those podcasts. Like I've never seen in just the most beautiful fashion and still killed them all. <laughs> right. And like, that just meant like the, the magic of that conversation just could not be stopped. It was like freight train. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just could not be stopped. And like, we were going to do it this week and then we did it the next week, but then we didn't, but then like traveling, but then this, but then that, but then Zoe so played the whole thing right ahead, but then we were behind, but then we caught up, but then, and it still was amazing. It was fucking amazing, still, and that just means like, like all that shit is. I, I'm mentioning it only because it's all washed away, right? Right? Like it didn't yeah. even matter. It, I don't even. I don't even remember that until this moment now. And I'm just. I'm saying that as a positive in that like, we talked about previous games on this list where like things didn't quite align for us and it, and the game suffered. Things did not align for us this game, and it's fighting for number one. Like, well,
3: it's fighting for number two. Fighting for Here, number two. I I think that. <laughs> elden ring and cyberpunk are two and three and i don't i think we just need to decide which order they go Mm -hmm. and
2: i think that's totally fair yeah yeah i mean like i didn't play it so like i don't have right i i played the first three hours of the dlc yeah and like it was really good
3: yeah and but i was like and the first three hours are the the worst three hours Yeah, Yeah. yeah
2: guys
0: i i gotta say this like and i said it before but i'll say it again Every game on this list is getting airtime, but Stray. Yeah,
3: well, but I was just well, thinking we about down. is we it just such a masterpiece well, we, that yeah. it just chills? I do kind of think that it's it's so good that it just chills, but yet it's not gonna hit one of the top few for us.
0: Well, that's but but four. The, it seems to just own the fourth I spot, think like it it does it just, just capping the fourth everything fourth that's near yeah.
2: it. But like, is it?
3: I f- I feel like that's where we're all
2: at. Four? Yeah. yeah. I I mean, honestly, yeah.
3: Big four energy. Big four. I think that Stray is too good to drop below that
1: and like we already i mean
3: them. we already talked about it It was like an hour and a half ago but we already talked about like it versus soma and dredge and why why at least i think stray stays above them
4: i think it i think it hits i think it just is for
1: yeah
4: yeah i mean yeah. it is it is a perfect yeah it is a perfect video game which yeah. is just it, it seems weird to say it's a perfect video game it's four. number four. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: also, I think,
3: like, it's a perfect video game, and it has a soul. I yeah. feel like there's other video games you can argue because, like, something about perfect to me sounds like it's dead inside. You know, like, I'm sure that like, people no, are, no, like, just... Assassin's Cre- this Assassin's Creed is the perfect no video game. No one has ever said that. I know it's a bad, thing, <laughs> but I, I, don't, I can't think of a different one. But, like, Stray is so good that it's a perfect video game, and it has this, like, really amazing core of, like, just soul to it that carries it to be number four this yeah. year but yeah. he's not going to carry it above Elden ring seamless co-op or cyberpunk phantom liberty for us right. mm-hmm.
0: those, are, those are just above and beyond
3: plus we're i think we're mostly dog people here so hmm.
0: true
4: yeah it's it's not false
0: <laughs> it's just i mean Strape was incredible yeah but like i i, I just uh it's it's perfectness being a weakness is such a strange thing to observe in real life it's so bizarre but it's how it's happening it's just it's it's so smooth that it didn't hit a height that we needed or
2: well i i mean to me i i was i've been thinking about it in comparison to the other annapurna games that have won the the mm. top spot yeah. for us mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Like, the like the outer Wilds, sorry Yay. like outer wilds
3: Edith Finch, I think. Didn't Edith Finch win it? What remains
2: of Edith Finch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like these games, I don't think Stray can can hang with them. I mean, like Stray hangs with them, but like, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's not the same height.
3: It's not
2: at the same height. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just not. You're right. And like, it's a great game, but it's not. It's not like it's not a game that you tell everybody like you gotta play this. It's like it you has gotta
0: play mm-hmm. that. It has Annapurna flawlessness. Like as in they, they baked and it Annapurna just perfect. And Anapurna
3: magic. It does have it yeah. does like have I think Annapurna it's Pernamagic. getting sold short when we say it's just perfect. It has the magic to it. It's just that like I mean, Edith Finch and Outer Wilds are maybe some of the best I mean, if we were like, like let's not do this, if we we're like trying to make a ranked game of all, of time. all time. Like those, those are two are on the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like those are up there.
0: You know what it is, dude? It's like Anaperna. It's like they 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 know that when like the Outer Wilds Outer Wilds comes in and the guy's like, "Hey, let's just ship it with the graphics I made in college." It's great, but let's move on. And they say no, bake it. We're gonna give you artists. We're gonna give you gameplay designers. We're gonna make you fucking do this shit right. That's like what they did in the fucking you know no clip yeah. documentary. The point is that Anaperna is an is adding their like perfectness yeah. to it. Because they know that's the special sauce that that they can add from a publisher's side. They can't design the game for you, but they can add the perfectness on top, making sure that it's smooth and bug-free and stylish and cool. But that's not everything. right? It's just a lot. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's amazing. But it's not everything. And so Stray then on top of that adds a good deal. But it doesn't add, you know, the greatest game of all time, Outer Wilds. On top of that, it doesn't, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't like do that. Yeah. And so then, then you look at other games, and like, Cyberpunk has, Cyberpunk, those guys could talk to Annapurna <laughs> Yeah. Know I mean? Oh my God. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that that combo would be unfucking
2: un- un- unstoppable. Wild. No,
3: unstoppable. Well, and that's the- what I think makes Phantom Li- Liberty so hard. Is like that core narrative of that dlc is like that i mean it's like best ever levels i think for a lot of us but yet the like surrounding game is not it's very clearly not an annapurna experience it's a triple a game it's a big triple a open world game and that comes with everything that comes with Mm -hmm. um but that core narrative is above is for me above straight just a story
0: yeah Mm -hmm. that's probably true honestly i see it i see it now Like, I think Stray has gotten some airtime that it needed to have, but it's like, just because it's amazing and it's smooth doesn't mean it's better than... Cyberpunk is so much braver and so much more bold and so much more, like, wild and crazy and pulling that off. That... 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 It's just not the same thing. But like-
3: okay, when you say that, when you go like you know, cyber like Phantom Liberty is like this wild swing for the fences. It does make me look at Elden Ring seamless co op and go like, that's not a wild swing for the fences. That's a really good idea, that was incredible for us. But it's not like hitting it out of the well no it is but it, but, it, it but is. you know right I mean? no it is but like it is. is it the best it game yes. it's just like it's, it's yes. like that guy was yes. just like we should be able to play with six yes. people and he did it and it was like it was great
0: no he's right you
3: like still think maybe at top no you?
0: all i'm saying is that like if you divorce yourself from the fact that it was easy and you just rather measure your value per second and you re- measure the fact that it literally inter- it introduced you to these types of games and that you lines clawed your way to victory and then you learned how to black flame and then you you know it's like if you actually look at that,
3: but I did that in Elden Ring mm. last year in 2022, and then again, it's, look, I'm it's it's two or three. Oh, so, uh, we so, just,
0: so we, you're saying it's a mod and we can't have it on the list. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Fuck. I'm the one who
3: said that it's two or three. But like we have to, you know what I mean? Like we're getting, we you get to points with this, where like you gotta dock it for something. And I'm trying to figure out what which thing we dock it for that sticks that like feels right, right? Because there's flaws in all of these um
2: i i mean i i think that cyberpunk is two okay for our podcast kiss like it's Nine not one. it's not two for me but yeah. like it's two for our podcast
0: mm-hmm. and kiss the golden idol right is one is
3: one well, you're right, yeah so... i think and i then i think elden ring seamless co-op does take three i think it's above stray for us and that's like okay stray I, can be like perna perfect beautiful way above amazing stray. but like okay. it's
0: dancing on stray's fucking like lifeless corpse like stray is incredible and i recommend it to all the cat people i know and i recommend it to all the people i know and yet we that's put this way this is this is it right here okay i can recommend stray to any human being on the planet and guarantee that they have a good time but no one on the planet can have as good of a time as we did with Elden Ring co-op. That shit is our magic. That shit is you know what I mean. That shit is cut magic. above. No game has ever sold that to me. No yeah. game will ever sell that to me. Yeah. You wanna know why? I know this because when I am not on Discord and I'm playing games alone, I will never hit that height. Mm-hmm. I'll never hit that height. I will hit a different height that's lovely and wonderful and that I love in my alone time because I goddamn love it. But but but, we came together and it wasn't just like I know it's it's like. The co-op game, it's really about your friends, like your friends are carrying it. Okay, fine, but I've played a lot of co-op games and they're not like this. Like no. the combination of us and that co-op yeah. game was literally magic. Like it was singing at and in, in, in just ways that it's unreal. So I don't is that not fair that I add that in? All I can say is I just know that us plus the game was better than anything any developer could ever make and ship to the masses. It's impossible.
2: Yeah.
3: I agree. Yeah. yeah.
2: So the mod is the third best game
3: <laughs> yes. of yes. the year. All right, sure. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. down. So you know, I, I think we care. do it. I think we send it. So Phantom Liberty 2. And,
2: and now the epic duel. Yeah. Yeah. Now we return Soma to where we started. Soma versus Dredge for number five. Back where we fucking started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 started. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So James, Dredge was like essentially number two for you. So assassinate Soma for us, would you?
2: I can't do it. I can't okay. assassinate. I can't assassinate Soma for us. Dredge was number two for me because I loved playing that game. I love but, playing it too. Like on an intellectual level, I love Soma so goddamn much. Like that.
3: But it is that thing, because, like, you said the key word on an intellectual level. Right. Whereas out of this room with four so, people in it, one person finished the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, uh, oh, for
0: sure. For sure. It's just facts yeah. of life. Yeah. And it's better to be hot and dumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that Dredge is hot and dumb? And so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i mean i mean
2: on a, on a certain level it's not <laughs> wrong it's
3: but. a terrible argument right like
2: but what a the
3: shitty graphics argument are
4: beautiful. <laughs> the story's all right I, i'm gonna write a thank you email to black salt games just thank you for making a game that's hot, hot and dumb, and dumb. Oh, oh, finally something up my, up my fucking wheelhouse thirsty suitors we're gonna play it in 2024 oh just my <laughs>
2: god yeah i mean like i can't assassinate soma because it's so yeah. good yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's generational talent, but you like Dredge more.
2: I just I just liked Dredge more. Yeah, and,
0: and they, I and I and I I know we didn't play much Dredge Elena, but I loved playing Dredge with you. And then I played Zoe later, and I love playing Dredge with her. Did
3: I play Dredge with you? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I did a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And um, I I mean I think that that game is balanced masterfully in terms of progression versus comfort and i think that um that game like just hits the this really beautiful elegant note of um like playability and and like i want to say joy and um intrigue and uh i think like that matters Um, I think that like the dredge episode versus the Soma episode of this podcast, like I would pick Soma every time, but, Mm. um, but like the experience of playing it and, and going back like dredge.
0: Yeah. Fuck. And then I compare that, which I, that, when you say that, James, I completely agree with you. And then I'm reminded of what Elena was saying, of reminding me of what the fuck I was saying, where I was literally floored, jaw to the floor, just saying Soma is literally refueling my faith in humanity and video games because it's intentional and beautiful. Yeah, that and then too. And I find myself in a hard game of the year situation. That's <laughs> what I find.
3: Yeah, I think this one's really tough. I mean, obvious. They've all been they've all been tough, except for Case. Of the Golden Idol is obviously one, but um, I don't know. I think I've said like everything I can say about them maybe but I I think that James is good like there is a place on a game of the year list for, like for a game that is just really lovely. Yeah. And it's really well done and it's really yeah. fun to play and like everybody just enjoyed. Like because it, the other games I mean Case of the Golden Idol is like that, but then like Phantom Liberty is not like that. Elden Rings in this co well I don't know. No, no <laughs> There's I don't no argument mean. there. But just like there there I can be a place here for a game that was just like yeah. wonderful and lovely. Yes. And yet I just think it's like Soma is like just wild, like wildly Amazing. successful at what it wants yeah. to do, and Beyond. wildly not successful at getting you to finish the game. Yeah, it, and I it, don't know what we do with that.
0: Well, it is really interesting. Like maybe this doesn't solve it for us, but I do. I've been thinking about this a lot, a lot over the past two years. In that, like, Dredge is everything you would ask for if you were asking for a game for Christmas, and yet. It's not it's fighting for top five this year. Because these other games that are things you wouldn't have I wouldn't have asked for Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty to hurt me the way it did, and yet it did and that's what I ended up walking away with. And I find this same conundrum with things on it, people's algorithms and whatever else. It's like the stuff that I would have told you that I wanted Please give me the really pleasant, really beautiful, wonderful, smooth experience that I can wind down with. Please give me Dave the Diver. It's like, does Dave the Diver win game of the year this year? Next year? I don't think it does. Even though that's what I'm asking for. Oh,
4: that's because Elden Ring DLC is coming out. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to
0: fucking own Dave the Diver. (laughs) Dave, you're running slowly back and forth delivering dishes and you have servers. You shouldn't be doing that. But it's just, uh, it's a weird conundrum to just recognize that like dredge can be everything you ask for and yet it's struggling to survive in the best games of the year which is an incredibly hard category okay fair 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 <laughs> but it's just it's an interesting thing to observe and it's just an interesting thing to understand about humanity is that <sighs> these pleasant incredible games th- step back that's why case of the golden idol to me is so incredible not that we need to go back to it but that it's actually a pleasant and nice game and it's fighting hard like that is if you haven't fucking played that game listen to me what the fuck are you doing <laughs> for the real. fuck are you doing For play that have goddamn you. game we haven't even really spoiled it that much for you like no. you can we can really have. haven't I really don't kind know of incredible yeah. no it's so fucking good, and just enjoy yourself seriously. And, like, that's all of the homework in college that you hated, but now you get to do as an adult and realize that it's wonderful, but you were just rushed.
3: I mean, Zoe and I went out and bought puzzle books after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, like, oh, yeah. we, yeah, yeah. we were inspired to be like, we do God. love this. <laughs> um, I did those puzzles. Some of them are really
4: hard, yeah. by the way. Way harder than Golden Idol. Um
0: <laughs> But it's just... Um, it's,
4: it's interesting because... And this is where like my brain just starts like dividing into two in terms of like what I value over another. Because yeah, Dredge is like a wonderful, perfect experience, I think. And it was just so nice and so lovely and so perfect for the time that we played it and everything. And like, no matter what you do, Dredge is there for you. And you're like, yes, right. I feel at peace. At the same time, I love crediting games that go bold. Mm-hmm. And Soma goes bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With its content and just the the ideas that it wants to present to you as a gamer and the you know, just the not not the puzzles, but like, you know, the scenarios that it puts you in as a player and really makes you think like, wow, I am killing this person over and over just to get a security card information from him. Like you know making you kind of question ethics and you know you question these things um that you wouldn't normally question like when you play something like mario or Zelda, like something like that Get yeah wrecked. take that mario but, um, you fucking
0: piece of shit honestly though and
4: i <laughs> i just i i really want to credit games that go boldly like that and like i think yeah. i'm trying to think as a podcast like we definitely seem to like to herald big ideas and new ideas over safety yeah and like you know nice yeah. cozy experiences like i think stray was like our nice and cozy experience yeah. kind of thing and we are ranking it mm-hmm. on this list
0: Big and
4: just because we're ranking Stray doesn't mean like okay get fucked dredge like you can't be on here but like at the same time like i really think with the subject matter that it brought up and the conversations it brought up with our 2 30 a.m denny's conversation kind of style like yeah this is a game that went boldly and we got there
0: where no game has gone before (laughs) yes no 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 but like okay wait you're you're, i feel like you're you're crystallizing something here which is just that like dredge is like the perfect i don't want to say shallow game but it's
4: in some areas when you get coastal fish, <laughs> get the fuck
3: out.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Ouch.
2: But no, listen. Like it's like, and then in some areas, it's a perfect abyssal game. <laughs> uh, hurtful. hurtful. Um, you know, honestly, I'm I'm being swayed, and like, I would be yeah. happy with any of these games being in almost any order because yeah, they're so close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do. I do think that that Soma really has that value that that Soma is a mine yep. of value. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yep. A and circus of value. It's a circus, <laughs> of value. <laughs> a circus of value.
1: A
3: circus <laughs> of value.
2: And and I I think that I think that it deserves the spot. Yeah. I think it yeah. just does. I'm there. I'm there. I think
3: I'm there. To add yep. one more. I think too I think that soma is gonna stick for us like i think that's yeah. my guess no we can look back on it in a couple of years and we can be wrong and we can be like no, "Dredge."
2: i think you're right but i
3: think that soma as a game is gonna stick in a way that dredge is not going to yeah i think yeah. dredge can be an amazing and lovely experience but like soma is gonna be a game that we reference for years and we come back to for years yeah. and we compare things yeah. to for years and it's just gonna it's gonna be there and i think it maybe needs to be on the list
2: yeah like and like, like- when When somebody at a party asks us why we talk about video games so much in our podcast, yeah, we talk about soma,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and we give <clears throat> that that literally like challenged us to be the people we wanted to be, yeah, not only did the listener do that but but rather like that <clears throat> I swallowed something in the wine <laughs> 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 um but but like it's like. When when you're not standing on your absolute tallest tippy toes to be the best person you possibly can be in the on the face of the planet, you are playing dredge and it's rewarding you and it's holding you and it's lovely. And mm-hmm. that exists. Every human, even the best one on the face of the planet, has those moments and they have them often. However, I I was forced to stand on my tippy toes for Soba. And um I think just five years ago I would have said that's the person I wanna be. And at these days, I don't know if that's the person I want to be anymore, but I'm still trying. <laughs> and it's harder, but it was amazing. And it was uh, amazing. It was amazing. It's a mine of value. No fucking da- I'm not, I think we got
4: it. I think we got I it. Think I think we
2: got, got it. Fuck yeah, dude. All
4: wow. right. So final ranking. We're gonna go from fifth to first for Game of the Year twenty twenty three. Number five, we have Soma. Number four, we have Stray. Number three, we have Elden Ring Seamless Co-op. Number two, we have Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. And number one, Case of the Golden Idol.
2: Whoa. Wow. Dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. Whoa!
4: Weird ass list, guys. Whoa. It's a weird ass who list. Who the
2: fuck <laughs> was expecting Case of the Golden Idol to be our game of the no, year? I'm like Recommended real, by a fan. I would
3: say real shout out to the fan who sent that yes. in. Like, yes. We really yes. hope you're listening because you should be very we proud. We yes. never yes. have
2: gotten past the first screenshot on the steam store no, we
3: would have never found it yeah. like I, we would have never seen that game no. yeah no
2: no
0: wow fucking hell and we're and, and we're fucking dialed in okay this is not like you know amateur hour here we all have insanely long lists and dude it was literally on none of our lists yeah yeah, no Do you I, understand heard what I mean yeah it. yeah None of I us mean, knew it existed. That's, too, yeah. like, that's
3: a game that we found because we have this podcast. Like, yes. We would have yes. never touched yes. it Oh we shit. Thank here. you
2: so much. Wow.
3: And yeah. I think the real winner this year, if you look at this list, it's just like, you know, like the friends you make along oh, the way. <laughs> no,
0: you know what the real winner... God, that's so cringe, Elena. The real winner yeah. is tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> right in. Oh no. my God. <laughs> no, but the but seriously, like i mean i don't know what we'll, what we'll do in this next year but in this last year people i probably said this like seven hours ago and, and much more sober but people have like written in and given a fuck and it has inspired us to give a fuck and we all give a fuck but like damn like you know we were talking about this shit last night it's like it's been rough years for us we've spent many many years on this and we've had a lot of adjustments along the way we've needed to make and we've had personal errors let's say um mostly for me um that have hopefully i'm learning from but the moral of the story is that like we've had to there's been a fucking journey Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and if anything there has been a bit or more than a bit of wind at our backs from our fans this year and that is so fucking cool i i don't even know what to think of that dude like
4: i mean honestly like we we love it when you comment on like the episodes on spotify like we read them all we we read your emails like whether or not we mentioned on the podcast like I guess that's irrelevant but like we we do read everything and we really do take it to heart and like it it really does encourage us to you know come at this and be better and we want to thank you guys as well for just making this year like a really nice like engaged year like it's been really lovely to see all of your comments and suggestions and encouragements along the way yeah so
2: and i think i think this was a like a throwaway comment made before but like if you guys want a community hub tell us yeah we'll probably do something like that this next year in this Mm -hmm. next year we will do our best to make that happen
0: yeah and just please just post hilarious shit and like fun shit that's exciting Mm -hmm. to you but it's like because i i don't know how to like express it but it's like You know, are we going to make the most successful YouTube channel in the world? No. No. Are we going to make the most successful gaming podcast in the category? No. And we know we won't. And that's true. We won't. It's not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal is what we just fucking did for like nine hours. Like that's the fucking goal. Like we did it already. Like now we're just celebrating it and jerking each other off. But like, (laughs) but all I can say is like, it's actually, it's like a little, but it's like, I'm a little drunk too, but it's, 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 it's deeper. It's deeper than you think. Like, because, because we're small. Like, you know, we're not fishing for engagement so we can get our likes up so we can make our money for our sponsors. Like, this isn't our business. Like, we all work, uh, allegedly, I don't work much, but, like, we <laughs> we we work allegedly and make money, I think, or something. Um, But the point is that, like, literally, it sounds crazy, but, like, when it is all over, whatever that means for all of us, we will think of this. Like, this is something that matters to us and... People have helped that matter more and that is such a fucking ridiculously kind thing for them to do they did not need to do that they did not need to take the time out of their day to to give us a boost in in these memories that we'll take with us for the rest of our life but seriously they did yeah. mm-hmm. thanks jackie yo thanks everyone and also <laughs> now that we've sucked the dick of our fans um just ruthlessly um out behind the Safeway. way um wow. Jesus. no i'm just i'm just saying like uh, but but also
3: it's the friends you made along the you, way. No, Stella, yeah, I know, I know, cringe. I know. It's, it's so cringe. I
0: know, but also, like, you guys all here, like, we've done so much work to to figure out what the fuck we're up to, and um, damn, there's some real bedrock people here, and uh, God damn, man, like, thank you so much for everything. <laughs>
3: some of that dance movie has
0: got to go. <laughs> 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 all right, we won't get too melancholic, but just understand, like, thank you. We've Thank
3: you. we love each other and we love the fans yeah and it's gonna be i i mean i genuinely think we're gonna have a a really cool 2024 i think we stand this. a chance yeah, yeah.
0: i think Fun, we stand yeah. a chance it feels right doesn't it should yeah. we cheers it oh yes please should we oh, clink was... it i don't have anything left
3: <sighs> clink with your empty class i don't either but yeah okay. i'll clink. no one has anything left here we go one, two, all eight. right cheers <laughs> oh, Nailed it!
0: Shatter the cup, cup right <laughs> in the middle. i the expecting <laughs> broken house. glass. Um, I cannot fucking believe where we stand today.
3: <laughs> I cannot Woo! fucking
4: believe it. It's amazing. Go
3: eat some motherfucking nachos. Yeah, yes! let's go eat some <laughs> nachos. Feel that.
4: Yeah. All right, take care, everyone.
3: Dum
4: Coming <laughs> back
3: in 2024. <laughs>
4: Remix
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need to clip that (laughs) It's going in
2: (laughs) Oh no
4: of thumbs